Geek Shock. Geek Shock. I love my fanny pack. Yeah. It's got compartments that my pockets lack. He comes back and he's like, guys, I'm really sorry, but uh, she said this isn't strong enough. And so uh, Jeff did the old trick of you pour the liquor down the uh, cocktail straw. And what that does is you, you don't put anywhere near as much in. And then when you take that sick, uh, sip on that straw, that raw liquor hits your mouth, hits your tongue, numbs it up. And you think you're drinking a tough drink for the rest of the drink, but you're really not. Nice. And so, and, and he, and he sent that back with Eugene, and apparently he looked across the room like a minute later, and there was Majel holding up the, gave him the thumbs up. Wow. So, all's well. Scamming Majel Barrett. I'm sure they were Well, it wasn't a scam. I, I poured her a, 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 at least a double shot in that drink, and... Uh, and in fact, uh, Rod was even like, he's like, look, I know you poured it strong. I know you poured her a double. She just, she says it's not strong enough. I'm like, okay. So he saw me do it too. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I think that'll work. And <laughs> sure enough, nice. she, she raised the glass and then gave me the thumbs up. So. So what what is drunken Madsel Barrett like? You're all well, fucking Klingons. No, no, no. She was, no, she's actually extremely friendly. She's Ooh. very, very friendly. She's a gracious. Uh, she was such the motherfucking host. Oh yeah. When we opened, mm-hmm. she was so awesome. Yeah. She was just awesome. Way she, uh, the way that I wasn't there to see it, but everyone Jeff's related it. Darren's talking about. Uh, the aliens. She went from table to table asking people how they're doing. Is everything all right? She just did, she mingled. Did she go full Betazoid wedding? No, no. <laughs> you always gotta you gotta go there, don't you? No, you she go. was she, she. No memories so sacred that Andy can't. Uh, <laughs> the the only way I could put it is that she was just genuinely appreciative of the fans, and you know Rod put it best. She's like, she and Dad. Uh, he said she and dad never saw themselves as celebrities and were very appreciative of the fact that that people enjoyed Star Trek. And uh, I have several stories I could tell, but I mean, you know, the drink story aside, it's probably one of the funnier ones. But she was at the bar one day and, you know, just having a meal and, you know, somebody came up to her and, and just like, I'm sorry to bother you while you're eating and. And she just said, oh, no, come here. And she's like pulled the chair out and had them sit down. Wow. And she's just and just chatting them up. And, you know, I just she just genuinely was a good, friendly person. And I never saw her. You know, I, I only waited on her a couple of times at the bar. I mean, but I mean, just even that and the times that she was in Quark's for the convention stuff, she never turned anybody away, never ever said anything mean like you know some people i'm not gonna name any names but sometimes when a fan would come up and introduce themselves and and say i appreciate you you know the the fans names no but i'm just i meant like some some of the actors (laughs) when when the 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 fan would turn and walk away they're just like oh i just want to drink my drink in peace and i can't blame them no i I get it (laughs) but you're Oh, the smell of that person. <laughs> and that is the truth. And like, oh, you're, did you're they in, ever watch that uniform? You're in courts. I mean, it's going to happen. But uh, no, she was. Yeah, if she anybody's going to get identified. Yeah. If, 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 if they were upstairs. <laughs> the Star Trek experience. If they were upstairs at one of the casino bars, of course they're not going to get pestered. But you're in Corks. You're sitting at Corks Bar. 
somebody is eventually going to come up and say. You're just asking for it. I, yeah. No, I'm just. We might as well mind. just but anyway, rename it no. Victim Blaming Bar because it's your <laughs> fault. Well, then you had like Chase Masterson who wore a big shirt that said, Ask me about Dabo Girl Leela. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 296. I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. Ladies, Jeff. Commander K. Back, check, the end. Welcome back, and we're here to talk Weekend Geek. Oh, boy. This is going to be a full show again. I miss you. Without a doubt. We Uh, missed you. I I showed up last week for the field report, you fucker, and you had to go off making a jillion dollars drawing pictures. It was Bastille Day. I had to. (laughs) Of course, of course. It really was a Bastille Day celebration. It really was drawing at a French restaurant for Bastille Day. Is that usually. A hot day for caricatures. I have never drawn a Bastille Day event before. I probably won't draw another one afterwards. It wasn't really well attended. <laughs> well, there's but, your answer. But I still got paid. <clears throat> Did, Did you, you have to do anything well? special? With yeah, these pictures? I. Um, there was nobody around, and so one of them said, "Just uh, draw an Eiffel Tower or something while we're waiting to grab some attention." So I do like four or five drawings of the Eiffel Tower from pictures on my phone. I mean, Started doing a Google search and doing these little artsy pictures, and he's got. I had the, a lot of fun with him. I want that one. <laughs> yeah, I want that one. Mm-hmm. That you, one you, what? That, he put up one on Facebook, and it was you know. Well, just, describe it. It's an Eiffel Tower. The bridge is in front of it, and there's uh, a French chick walking across. Oh, okay. And I was They're just very like, sketchy. They're that's right that's very uh, one of those one of those fucking French guys. Yeah, yeah. Money Im- impressionistic. Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, impressionistic pencil, you know, something Andy's good at. Or you obviously had a lot of time then. Did you put Chris Papus climbing up the side of the Eiffel Tower? Oh, didn't, shit. man. That would have been fun. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I just I have drew, to like, ask everybody Andy. everybody there. You drew a who? I drew, like, everybody that worked there. Oh, cool. Yeah. I just have to ask, did you actually make any money on the deal, or are you one of the artists that, after all your personal expenses and everything, barely broke even? No, no. I get paid by the hour, and I get paid pretty well. It's just not okay. often enough. This it's isn't just, Andy's just first rodeo, Jeff. Well, no, no. I just... <laughs> Oh God, I'm getting so tired he knows of that. How to, he's getting paid for exposure. <laughs> there was, there was a last week tonight with uh, John Oliver where they highlight, you know, the the this is not your first rodeo that you remember when I'm talking about yeah. Torgo, right? Yeah, where it's just like a, it was loop of all these different news programs where yeah, I all saw the that. Different, anyway, but no, because <laughs> great I, phrase. Uh, Quality phrase. Back when I was in college, Especially I knew people Andy that. Especially Andy at a rodeo. Come on, that's a great image. I knew people that I took jobs doing what you did in a rodeo. Thank you. So it wasn't his first rodeo. Yeah, I just I knew people that took jobs doing what you did, and after they factored in their own expenses, some of them came out at a loss. So that's why I was curious if oh, yeah, that was no, a, that, a, a common artistic thing or. Every now and then, I fall into one of those traps, and uh, we right. call that a Russian train. Okay. So whenever I get caught in a Russian train, my daughter tells me, "I think you're getting caught in a Russian train." I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. I should pull back." Caught in a Russian train. Okay, I need to know the etymology behind that. I phrase. was working on a project for Popovich, who's a very nice guy, and uh, he wanted this his train painted for his show. Mm-hmm. And I said, sure, and I had to get over there, and it's uh, it's linoleum, or not linoleum, it's, uh, it's uh, what do you call it, that, uh, I don't know. Oh, crap. Um, well, here you go. No, it's it's uh, veneer. It's the, uh, A material it, that does not take paint. Does not take paint at all. Aha! So, that'll okay. work. Thank you for that. Thank Google you. that. Got it? Glossy, not, not, uh, yeah. Okay. That's the improviser in me. For my, Gleaning it, from it, tiny, it was, tiny was, molecules <laughs> of information, what a motherfucker means. Yeah. I thought we were going to have to get the wallet there for a second. It was like from Micah. Okay, I got you. from Micah. And so, yeah, it ended up being what I thought was a three-hour job ended up being a three-day job. So, Oh, goodness. And it took forever to dry. But you got paid a lot. No, I didn't. I broke about even if if that. Yeah. On that particular job. Jeff's whole, Jeff's first story. Right. 
Because, you know, this isn't Jeff's first rodeo. Right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and before we get to it, yeah, the parking was not great at the, uh, the Comic-Con. Never is. <laughs> Never is. Never is. Yeah. So we got a lot to get through, but I, I want to go back to that. I want to know the Andy Comic-Con report. I had a great time. I, it was like one of the best times I had at Comic-Con. Yeah, I, whatever. Uh, Who'd you meet? Who blew you? Um, <laughs> nobody, but I kind of got myself set up for one. Um, hey yo. <laughs> Take a drink, everyone. I knew yeah. I had a spit take. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> a little more to the right, Jeff, and yeah. you'll catch Paul when you do that. You know oh, what? I, that, that is where that is where my aim goes. Oh, I, Paul, you'll enjoy this. I, I uh, hung out with a pro wrestler one night. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled the candy bar out of his mouth. Boom. He almost. Like blew, a frictionless blowjob. You know? <laughs> Who was it? A spit <laughs> take of a no, no. A I candy bar spit I want it. I want to duly noted that I almost made him cough a Twix bar out of his nose. Who was it? <laughs> Her name is uh, Helena Heavenly. She's a, uh, oh. yeah. She NXT? Uh, I don't know what she's in, but she's, I, I looked her up and she exists and she has you know, lots of pictures of her wrestling. <laughs> Helena Heavenly. I yeah. like that name. Yeah. But yeah, she was um, a friend of mine. We were staying at a friend's apartment and that friend was staying with Helena because uh, Helena lives like right above Horton Plaza. So she was like right down the midst of it and we were staying out um, near Qualcomm Stadium. So you didn't so. have to get a hotel. No, we just we just uh, we'd get up every morning, drive you know a five minute drive down to Qualcomm Stadium, hop in the uh, train, and scoot on down to the con. Awesome. Yeah, it was fantastic. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I went to voice my actor panels. I um, um, got the, I got to be Tom Richmond for a couple hours. The um, one of the Mad Magazine artists. He uh, needed somebody to cover his booth, and I'm like, yeah, I can do it. So I sat there and pretended to be Tom Richmond for two hours. In fact, I sent out a um, I sent out a message on Facebook. Uh, nobody, nobody found me. So mm-hmm. no, nobody found me. But I was there two hours nailed down. To, you know, there's a lot of people. Oh, there's a ton of people. Yeah, it's huge. Did they have any kind of uh, while you were there notion of how many people were in attendance? Oh, I, I didn't even get into those numbers. I, but I, I got around 130,000. That's, yeah. that's what I understood. I did that's find not out bad. that that's uh, not their peak attendance, right? I think the peak was 150. I don't remember attendances of Comic Con. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I, and I, as the opening marketing team of Star Trek: The Experience will tell you, those numbers are inflated. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> An inside joke of some sort. Yeah, that's that's the the douchebag who was uh, our marketing the first few years they were there, and we were pushing to go to San Diego Comic Con, and this is in '98, '99. Okay. And he. Uh, <clears throat> We asked him to investigate it. He did, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's just like those other conventions. They wildly overinflate their numbers of the attendance, and it's just, it's no, there's no reason to go there. No, at, at Comic-Con, oh. there are fire marshals keeping people out. Right? That would have, oh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's, that's moronic. It's that gotten that bad. A, well, even, even back in the late 90s, early yeah. 2000s, that's, that was a, a dumbass, you are ignorant at your job statement. Right, right. Yeah. Now. Sorry, Andy. I just no. It's okay. That. That's right, Andy. What's the highlight? The best moment of con for you? Uh, Aside I really from enjoyed sweaty the, sex. The voice actors band panels were the, were always fun. Always voice really actor fun. panels. Yeah, um, and I like the uh, the steampunk meetup. That was cool. But uh, yeah, the the one I just laughed. Oh, Max Brooks. Max Brooks is probably the highlight. Max Brooks is pretty yeah, sweet. Max, if you ever get a chance to hear Max Brooks speak, go. He's good. He's yeah. good. I remember we did that thing that he when he came out here. Yep. A while ago, when he was pimping uh, the zombie... Was the it, recorded was, attacks, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's the comic book he was doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But yeah, else? he actually mentioned... Uh, you know, somebody asked him about the movie. And he goes, look, 
I, I gave away the rights to talk about that. I, I sold the rights to complain about that because <laughs> I can't say anything. You know, yeah. he goes, it was, it was, a, you know, it was a pretty good movie. It wasn't what I wrote, but it was a pretty good movie. It had moments, and and he said that it had the, like the the best piece of uh, female porn in it he'd ever seen in any other movie, which is uh, coming down to breakfast and Brad Pitt is making uh, pancakes. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, oh, porn for females. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's different th- from the female, female porn. porn, female porn. You, yeah. porn for females. You, yeah. you should know that. You should know that. You you use words in your job. What were who? I will say that movie was fun when it wasn't doing anything with characters. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's character work is terrible. God, but yeah, it was bad. But th- there is something frightening about masses of dead bodies running all over each other. It's it's pretty good that regard. Yeah, that's all I'll give it. But yeah, just in general, I'm absolutely going to try and go again next year. In general, Comic-Con. Absolutely. Had a great time. Did you make it over to the Mattel stuff? Did you see the He-Man stuff? I was in all that crap a couple times, yeah. In all that crap. crap. (laughs) Wow. There was an amazing Mattel Pony collection. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I saw those pictures. I saw those pictures. I really posted those. Those for you. You should have brought that one. You should have brought your art piece. (laughs) Yes, that would have been fun. man. (laughs) You should have brought the, the yeah, pony yeah. cum jar. That's what he's yeah. saying, yeah. 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 That would have uh, definitely got some attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, that's the easiest cosplay you could possibly do. Yeah. Just, just, just be you carrying that jar around. Oh, I got to tell you this one. There, there was a guy there. I was in the uh, Weta booth, and there's a guy holding uh, what I assumed was a sword. And he goes, no, this is Balin's mace. I'm like, that's a mace? And it's like basically sword-shaped, except the head is a little wider, and there's a hole, a diamond-shaped hole in the head. Okay. And I go, that's a mace. He goes, yeah. And I pointed at the little hole. So that's the mace window. He ah. rolled his eyes at me. Uh. <laughs> mace window. Oh, boy. That's what he flew out in the emperor's chamber, right? Yeah. And then the guy he was like, let me tell you about window? mace window. He's a Sith. He is. Yeah. Oh, and it's I did true. see, I, I saw a bunch of uh, uh, Mad Max people wandering around, but only one with a silver mouth. And he said, the taste is pretty bad, but it's nowhere near as bad as the stinging pain you get when you spray your mouth with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a food coloring? Yeah, apparently yeah. the alcohol burns if you spray it right sure. in your mouth. When, when my girlfriend made the Mystery Science Theater cake for my birthday, she used that for the the Mystery Science Theater moon. Oh, the right, right, so right. Silver? Yeah. So it tastes better once applied, I will say that. Uh, yeah, once you get rid of the, uh, once the alcohol evaporates a little, I'm sure it's a lot better. <laughs> well, hey... Huffin silver food coloring spray. It's, it's a new like thing. A, it's ground up drage. I wasn't doing nothing, <laughs> officer. You just wanted to say it again. I love saying drage. <laughs> Actually, one of my, my favorite, favorite ones. Word. There was um, there was a couple a couple girls there were dressed as um, the characters from Frozen. Okay, mm-hmm. but they were mashed up with uh, Mad Max. So they were frozen with the black. Oh, I saw that the eyes and you yeah. Did that? yeah, yeah, it was really Very great. Cool. I like Very the cool. mashups. I like people yeah. doing it, especially post apocalyptic. Yeah, because really, you just have to distress your shit and maybe put on a pair of goggles. Yeah, you're good to go. <laughs> you know? Goggles so, and so a corset. Like, it's steampunk. Yeah, right. No corset. It's post apocalyptic. <laughs> there it is. There's the rules. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's pretty good. Uh, did you hook up with Professor Biggs? Hung out with Professor Biggs for a bit. Um, uh, There's the BJ yeah, story. In fact, there's, there's <laughs> <laughs> Professor Biggs took a great picture of me, like in mid yawn, looking exhausted, oh, yeah, and I was. Picture. Yeah. I'm sure it was yeah. a yawn. Yeah. 
He's all like, oh, I can fit it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Let me take a picture of this. Trust me, Steve. It'll be fine. Let me just unhinge my jaw here so real is quick. Is this open mouth blowjob I keep hearing about? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, okay. You won't even no feel contact. Thing. No, no contact. No contact blowjob. <laughs> the NCBJ. I'm sorry, but until I actually experience that, that is just bullshit to get around <laughs> doing the real work. That's hilarious. That's a hilarious story. Yeah. <laughs> An ice cream social story. Too funny. Oh, here, sir, I thought we were going to go to your spooning with big story there oh, for a no. second. No, that was a whole other thing. <laughs> a whole other lifetime ago. He's a, he's a bear. Yeah, he is. Yeah. You know, I shared. We shared a Comic Con room. Yeah. Yeah. Spooned up. It was great. He was laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's like, some loud laughing. Oh, I've too, told dude. you guys. I've told you that story. That's not I? a magic wand in your back. Have I told you the story of <laughs> our in? our rooming together? So we were all rooming in one small room in the Pickwick. You the look Pickwick out, you look, Hotel. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You look out the window, and there's a brick wall, and it was really scary. It was kind of scary, a little sketchy. It was fine, but you know, this is. This is still country bumpkin Paul, who's just like never been in the big city. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Carl Reed was with us, and we got the Bible out of the, the, the side of the bedpost thing. Okay. Opened it up, and we're like, we'll just leave this out tonight. Oh, just being, <laughs> just being ridiculous. And, um, and uh, yeah, I just snuggled in there with Steve, and we got that on tape. It was really silly. <laughs> he was dead asleep. I crawled into bed behind him, snuggled up behind him. I'm like Steve, he's like, oh no. Um, Did but, you say something like, oh, Mister Biggs? Yeah, oh, Mister Biggs. It was ridiculous. Uh, the one time my brother was at the con, he was going to the Pickwick to beat a bunch of um, alternative cartoonists at a party, mm-hmm. and walked in the wrong room and walked into a furry party. <laughs> he walked into the right room. <laughs> uh, I woke up one night. To hear this thud, 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 thud. I was like, what in the fuck is happening? And I look over, and it's Barry Rob on the floor, banging his head. Poor guy. He still occasionally gets them, but he suffers from cluster headaches. Yeah, oh, yeah. They're, they're Just terrible. insufferable. Yeah. And I mean, I remember him going through some real shit, but this is a rough one. And he caught it in the middle of Comic-Con night. He woke me up, banging his head on the floor. I was like, holy shit. So, poor guy. But that was uh, that was as scary as it got in the Pickwick. Everything was fine. Well, also, doesn't Steve have uh, interesting uh, vocalizations when he sleeps? He snores like a crazy man. He's all... It's like the Three Stooges. He kind of sounds like Goofy. I think he's having dream conversations. What geeky things you want to talk about, gentlemen? Well, I saw Ant Man last week. Anybody else uh, see it? Wow. On, my, yeah. on my birthday, I wanted to. A but first run. Yes, I didn't. I was originally going to wait till Monday, but uh, uh, fortunate circumstances had me off on the 16th, which was the night before the opening. All right, just want to. And keep, I got a ticket. Okay, I'm gonna keep it short. What did you think of the movie? I really enjoyed it. Really yep. enjoyed it. Good. Really enjoyed it. Adventurous, um, funny. Yes, uh, all of those things. Okay. Keep your uh, comment about funny, Jeff. Yeah, um, it's. If you liked Guardians of the Galaxy, that kind of mix of serious and humor together, you will like Ant-Man. Perfect. The, the ads in the trailers are not doing it any favors. I think whoever Marvel hired this go-around to cut those together did a poor job because they make it look utterly ridiculous in the the ads, but it's not that. I right. mean, it is, I know the it numbers is a good are soft. film. Yeah, 
like what is it 60 million worldwide it's soft like for a marvel film for a marvel yeah, film it's yeah still pretty it's great. doing fine and it's, and it's number and it's, one right yeah yeah and yeah. it's not gonna hurt the marvel brand I, in any I way i think it's gonna pick up buzz too like, i think not, didn't yeah. guardians take take a couple weeks to get going uh, no. It came out. On, on it the came game. out pretty strong, but it yeah. did. Get, it did have. Did it did have, have a better legs. second week. Yeah, it did have a better second week. Yeah. So, I think that'll happen with Ant Man as well. Uh, plus, it's a. It's not as well known as some of the other. I mean, sure. Guardian well, certainly not as well known. And it's not as, as tightly you know, tied in. I yeah, know. exactly. Um, well, I think it's also saying a lot that of the five of us, only one of us has seen it. Yeah, I will right. say this and though, Jeff. No less. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? I'm I'm usually the last to see the film. I almost saw it Sunday. I actually uh, I was going to a concert Sunday, and the concert was canceled. Then it wasn't canceled. So. Tell me another story about how you almost saw a movie. <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I, I intended to go how see. How was it the parking, Andy? <laughs> Do stay through the entire credits, though, folks. Oh, there, good. There are two stingers in this one. Two stingers. stingers. Yes. Ants you only have, have one stinger. Hey, oh. they're mandibles. Oh, sorry. But no, yes, they have stingers in the, their butts. There is a mid-credit stinger and a post-credit stinger so definitely stay throughout the credits <laughs> paul is frozen in shock <laughs> <laughs> put well, the pitch bar back that's in. good information because they didn't well, have that second one in uh, avengers it, 2 yeah. So. Right. yeah and and yeah. That, the reason i say that is because i watched a lot of people get up after the first stinger and i'm like i'm like there's two people there's you two have to please be tell loyal me, please tell me you stood up and said that there's I, a second I just, stinger, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody, second stinger. Some people heard me and sat back down, but a lot of people just, you know, beat it out of there. So. You did your best. I, you, you know, know I, did try to, I did try to That's all we can ask people. you to yep. do, Jeff. I actually did, I did go to see um, Road Warrior again with Duncan. Duncan hadn't seen it yet, so we went to go catch it. Road the Warrior? Road Warrior? Yeah. Awesome. Wow, you rent that on Redbox? Fury Road, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Fury Road Warrior. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> they do call him the Road Warrior at one point in it. They do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. That justified the whole thing. Yeah. Yep, he wears a knee brace. Yep. Um, yeah, seeing it this time, the the complaint about the the idea that it might be somebody else, and the, because of the uh, the the girl getting hit by the truck, isn't from the original one. She doesn't call him dad; she calls him Max. I noticed that. Yeah, I noticed that. <clears throat> also, you know what I thought was interesting was in Fury Road in the opening scene like when he gets captured by the war boys and everything and then he breaks free and he's trying to get out right that's all done in a little bit of overcrank there's just a little bit of sped oh, okay. up speed yeah it's like one and a half times and who does that a lot in the road warrior feral child uh, he does a, he does a feral child does a so are you saying you think that there's some weight behind this theory there's a little i'm not gonna i'm not gonna throw myself way behind it it's a fun but, theory but it's it's, it a it's, theory. it's a fun little thing it's nice head cannon as they call it i did head watch cannon, um like i did watch ferris bueller with that weird little thing in it and uh it definitely is a different movie if you that now explain for the listeners what that weird little thing oh is. um there's a theory that um ferris bueller all takes place in cameron's head Okay. And that holds water. If you watch it with that in your mind, it's like, yeah, that could be. Yeah. All right. Because I'm going to give the Mace Windu thing. That I'm going to do the same thing. All i right. got to watch it with Frankie. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I've, I've been on a weird Star Trek kick. I think it's just because I need some justice in my life. That's an, I know a good place to find it. Justice. Um, but I've when re-watching the movies as I had been, I kind of stopped and realized that I'd never watched all of the original series. Motherfucker. Fucker. Really? There's only three seasons. Right. So Yeah, he dropped some bombs on me. He's like, I've never seen City on the Edge of Forever. And I'm Mother like, Mother Fucker. <laughs> Who are you? So hey, I've got things to fill and now I'm filling them. Oh, Good. Boy. 
I broke out the uh, I broke out the box sets for him. All right, Good. which is what I say to my. Never. So did you watch City of Angels? It's on Netflix now? too. No, no, I'm I'm watching it in order. In okay. order. So, he hasn't got that far yet. So I've j- in fact as, as just before the show today, I finished part two of the Menagerie, the recreation of the Cage, the right. original pilot. Does nice, that yeah. exist? Is anybody is, is there a way to watch that as the original pilot? Yes, yes. it's in the it box. Is. Okay, it's it's in restored okay. fully. And on Netflix, actually. If you watch oh, wow. the original series on Netflix, yeah. it's the very first thing you watch. They got the remasters. They're great. Oh, interesting. I, I will say this for that Blu-ray box set. I'm very disappointed. I'm borrowing Jeff's Blu-rays to watch this uh, because, you know, special features. I'm a nut for them, especially commentaries. That, they did a beautiful thing for recreating the effects, making new effects for an old series that really do the right they work. true without, to the original image. Yeah. They don't stand out too crazy. But when you have entire discs with no special features on them, you you especially when there's so much information available about yeah. such a beloved series, right. I think that is uh, shameful. Oh yeah, you the whole the whole marketing angle behind this is the remastered, and that's it. Yeah, I mean they do when they do special features on it, they do this great over commentary where it's both uh, interviews in a secondary box plus the Akutas putting their text commentary on one side as well. So when they do them for the episodes, it's fantastic. But they only do maybe one or two per disc. Yeah, and right. the second disc didn't even have any. Well, hey man, at least you're getting your whole series on DVD. Simpsons stopped. That's true. So oh, upset. that's cold. That's still true. so that's sad. Cold shit. Never true. mind that Simpsons has got like eight times the number of seasons. Oh, that no, I, I mind. don't remember seeing a bongo booth at the uh, Comic-Con. Doesn't surprise me. Oh. So what I have done, and for those who want to watch the original series on Netflix, a really good way to get your special bonus features aspects is there is a free app out there. Uh, it's basically the Star Trek wiki. And you can look by episode and get all the background stuff you wanted to learn anyway. So that's what I've been doing, and that's been working really that well. So fun. I want to shout out to the people that made the Star Trek Wiki hmm. app. You guys nailed it. And filling in the things that Paramount did not. So It's good fun, man. I can hardly wait to hear what you got to say about Doomsday Machine. That's uh, that one. That's one of the best now. remastered episodes because they really like remastered the shit. Space anymore. Oh, it, it's it's great. It, they do great, and it's funny because uh, Vernon and I often watch that episode when we're doing our drunken DVD nights, mm. and uh, we just love William Wyndham. I mean, he is. There are moments when he is overacting the living hell out of not that. anymore. But it is. It's just awesome. He is just awesome. And then when he isn't doing anything, when he when he even when he's in the background and other people are talking, it's just awesome. I he, just love that he, episode. He is always for me. Um, there was a short-lived. Uh, it might have been one season. Might not have been a whole season. There was a, a James Thurber based. Uh, right, right. My, yeah. my world and welcome to it. Yeah, I saw yeah, his yeah. Thurber one man show yeah. in Arizona a long time ago. Oh, that must have been great. Yes, he was great. He was great. The nice thing about that box set, though, the the Blu-rays, is that you can on the fly switch between the the remastered effects and the classic effects. Oh, that's that fun. is so, nice. That so is nice. I for, definitely would give them that for for kids that you know maybe want to see how how we grew up watching them. You still have that option. How we didn't have to, it like they did. Does, well, I meant like it, little shits. Does it switch it to a thirteen-inch black and white? Because that's the way I watch it. <laughs> <laughs> 13 inch black and white we because still talk I mean, television <laughs> we have very little in the way of being able to show kids the Star Wars original 
trilogy as we saw them in the theaters. We will see because it's been remastered all to hell. Yeah, that's what um, I'm kind of waiting for to watch it with Frankie. I'm trying to get the some I've got borrow. Those, well, don't wait too I've long. I've got those originals. Now, there is a project out there that I definitely uh, recommend if anybody is interested in the original theatrical cuts of Star Wars. It's called the Despecialized Edition. Yeah. It's out there. It's available for download. It's free. Um, it's high def. Uh, the, the gentleman that has been working on this has been working on this for at least six or seven years, and he has put a lot of time and effort to I'm, restore I'm them. he's allowed to. Well, it, I was he, say, it sounds it's illegal. Because, wow, the no, FBI it's, are breaking it's, his doors down right now, Jim. No. Good job. Thank to you. He is actually allowed to do this because oh, it is, it's considered uh, film preservation. Uh, there's a lot of legal ease as to how he's able to do this, but it's free to download as long as you own a copy of the original trilogy. Well, that's just about because everybody in existence. It, exactly. We're covered. Covers so you're allowed, to, you're allowed to download and possess the the what he calls the despecialized editions as long as you uh, own a copy of well, the right. original. Although, it, it almost made the news. I kind of took it out, but it kind of brings it up here. Apparently, a court in the UK just struck that down for England. That hmm. you no longer have that right to, as a to back up your own to stuff. back up your yeah. own stuff. What? Yeah. That was this is this is England. This is England where they I think they still have the uh, the television uh, detector vans driving around. Well, where you get, yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah, because you pay for your television. Yeah, but yeah, the the <laughs> even though you own it. Wow, I totally. You know, I totally got that doesn't him. It was weird yeah, that you but, own the friggin' TV and they're. No, but you did but to it's the watch BBC. the shit. Yeah, yeah you got to pay you for it. Yeah, that's unless, what you're unless you're no America. That's England. As long yeah. as long as you have a TV and you're and you're watching broadcast television, you have to pay a licensing fee. If you have a satellite, you're exempt from it. So, like, if you have satellite, because the fee is built <laughs> as your satellite. In your Thank mouth, you. in your mom's fucking balls. Satellite in your balls, <laughs> in your mom's what? fucking mouth. What? Is your, he left a, a message for skills one time that was uh, <laughs> satellite in your balls, in your mom's nice. fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, I, I, haven't I can smell your mom's ball breath. breath. <laughs> oh, man. In the old days, that's how yeah. you get full comedy on your phone. Yeah, no, seriously. It's kind of like, like dial-a-joke. <laughs> I, I wish I had some of the old old Paul voicemails. Like, I saved a bunch of them for a long time, but then, you know, as time goes on, they FCC get deleted. FCC steps in. Uh, you got to get rid of that shit, man. <laughs> no, just it's the system well, eventually the NSA has it. Yeah. <laughs> if we really wanted to get you know, in a deep, it. I'm sure dark re- cellar in the no, Midwest. No, I'm sure they replay it for each other every now and then. Oh, yeah. Paul, I, I haven't played the Dance Monkey dance card in a long time, but uh, the... Uh, uh, the news on the uh, Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. I understand, do I understand correctly that there's a new version of uh, uh, the Fat Albert uh, one-man show? Uh, what was it? Hey, Hey, Why? Hey, Hey, Why, yes. What did I change it to? No, so there's, there's a Hey, Hey, Why that references the uh, the, the uh, new revelations. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I would love to hear that. Talk, never mind Dance Monkey Dance. That's like kicking the monkey across the room, <laughs> no. watching it bounce off the wall and going, what the fuck's the matter with you? We're start, he hadn't even warmed up yet. Jesus yeah, Christ, Andy. <laughs> pacing. To I told you fucking pacing. Let me see if something else triggers it later. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's That's not a, there. You right know what? Now. That's all I can hope it's for. It's not rare That's right good. now, but yeah. damn right. shit. Dude. Well, we have Marvel meals to get to. What yes. Marvel but meals? But before a lot of Marvel meals. Before we do that, I do want to reference an email that was written. Uh, Paul and the gang. 
I am an avid listener to Geek Shock, ICS, yeah. and like PSS. Cool the gang. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Wait, so we're, we're Paul in the gang we're now? Paul in the gang, yeah. yeah like, when did that happen? Like cool in the gang. <laughs> Since this when I started happen. When I started doing <laughs> five fucking podcasts every day, I, did, I do three podcasts a week, and this week, uh, I was lucky enough to be the guest on Penn Sunday School. It was a bank episode we recorded like way back in February, January, February, and uh, so check that out. I know many of you have already. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that is what brings it up because I I, was, I saw you perform last night and I heard you on the podcast and you were do, you've been doing a lot of Cosby in my head. Lately. Oh well, last night I did have a chance to actually do some Cosby. It made yeah. sense in the scene. Yep. for me to do some Cosby. Uh, don't bust that out a ton. Yeah. in improv shows, but. No, it worked. It needed to be there. Yeah. That's well, shit, dude. That uh, I'm sorry. That one picture that came up for uh, I, Ice Cream with Social. The sleeping with Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> that look on his face. Oh, my God. <laughs> that Cosby look. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. You should dun, make that your tagline, though. It's the famous Paul, the hardest working man in pod business. Uh, Ooh, I just, that's not bad. I just That is not bad. I just got uh, a really nice email from one of our uh, Ice Cream Socialites. Uh, one of our scoops uh, called me the hardest working man in Vegas because he saw me almost every day at Absinthe. Oh my! Went to see the show. Also went to see the Bucket Show. So he he was he saw a lot of my schedule there. He was like, "Man, he's working a lot." Yeah, you he's are. sitting outside your bedroom yeah, window and watching you watch anime while you go to sleep. Most uh, of the sh- <laughs> most of the shit you're doing for free. Huh? Most of the shit you're doing for free. So there's a chunk of it. No. I mean, I'm getting I'm getting something for most of my stuff now. Thankfully, my podcasts are free. Don't demean his work. My podcasts Andy. are free, but they're uh, they're advertisement. I yeah. think he was just trying to say he was providing a lot of entertainment for nothing. No, See? no gains. <laughs> Jeff, and I, Jeff and I have a Jeff and I are. Was that what he's saying? Yeah, I, I, the two of you are joined at the ear. <laughs> yes. are. I appreciate the sentiment. Our pointed Andy. Vulcan ears. I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah, the sediment. <laughs> <laughs> I just drank the bitter drink. Sounded better. Bitter drink. <laughs> I appreciate the sediment. <laughs> bitter drink. <laughs> oh. Paul and the gang <laughs> celebrate. Yeah, time. Paul and Come the gang. On. Since when has it become Paul and the gang? <laughs> Since now, motherfuckers. <laughs> I just wanted to write in and tell you of my good fortune. I will be a father for the first time in about six months from now. I wouldn't call that good fortune. <laughs> 80s Jeff, everybody. <laughs> 80s Jeff. That sounds, PSA sounds, brought sounds like to horror. you by 80s, 80s the Jeff. Horrors. For God's sakes, wear a condom. <laughs> 80s Jeff publicity firm. As the only breeder in the room, congratulations, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this should be about three months before you get to this email. Anyway, when it comes to choosing a name for our little boy, I came up with all kinds of ideas that got instantly shot down. Finally, I was told my area would be the middle name. Of ah. course, I instantly said danger, which she did not immediately get. Danger powers, personal <laughs> effects. <laughs> for his first name, she wanted something Hebrew to encompass her heritage. She mm-hmm. is Jewish. Her family name is Goldfinger, no lie. Wow. wow. Oh, well, tell me of course, Please, please tell me with the middle name Auric. Auric <laughs> would be awesome. Yeah, what? <laughs> so we began looking at Hebrew names when there it was. A beautiful name meaning beloved by God, Jedi. I jumped wow. all on that shit and said, middle name, Master. 
Ah, yes. Oddly, she is okay with it. Oh, so, wow. Jedi Master, uh, it is. Jedi yeah, Master, Goldfinger. Goldfinger. No, Jedi no, 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 that's, that's her name. maiden name. That's her name. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> oh God. But in the Jewish faith, uh, the women, the women are the, the, yes. the religion carries through. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, no, so. no. What's important is that kid's got to learn some crap, maga, yeah. right out of the crib, because oh, yeah. he's going to be defending himself <laughs> on the playground a lot. Fucking you in the face with a lightsaber while gently force choking myself. Oh no, no, no. we're getting fucked in the face now. <laughs> yes, we are. Oh God. <laughs> From Nick. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, Nick, that's amazing. Dude, that's all- wow. well done. Way to go, Nick. Yeah, there's Kudos. a water cross wherever I'm comfortable with that. I'm not jelly. No. <laughs> Get ready. The fucking really? you in the face is going to be why here. it's here fuck to stay. Fuck you in the face. You, you, it'd be easier you, to you suck your dick. That, uh, exactly. <laughs> it would be easier to the suck photo the shoot dick. with uh, what's her name, the comedian that did the, uh, uh, the Star Amy Wars Schumer. Photo. Amy Schumer. Like one of the outtakes was her taking like a little plastic toy lightsaber and sticking uh-huh. it in her mouth. That was a funny photo shoot. It, it really is. It's great. hilarious. It's I great. haven't gotten that. People I, are losing I, their shit over it. Are, yeah. I'm not really getting why oh, people. Oh, you, you didn't realize that there are people in this world that just want to be offended? That's what they do with their life? They just it, sit around and go, so what What upsets me? What upset me today? It's God true. damn, why, dude. Why Seinfeld doesn't do colleges anymore? Right? shit. <laughs> that did, if, say, if it didn't drive home before, that should drive it home. And uh, So sad. Yeah, that's fine then. Keep, keep that up. The smart people will continue to support and enjoy smart, thought-provoking, interesting comedy and pieces of artwork and the scaredy cats will go and hide in their caves right. on a parallel did you do you have the story about the the uh the slave labor uh slave labor the slave labia, <laughs> slave labia? Oh, stroke I, wallet i got the stroke wallet get him help him out his tongue don't let him swallow his tongue <laughs> slave labia yeah, slave, slave labia, labia is a big problem say. all over the world you, that if you nick if you have a daughter slave, slave labia, labia. <laughs> it's the L. no slave labia would be a terrible name yeah. for a girl <laughs> to say the least, <laughs> recommended by the Ugly Couch Show. Slave Labia is a traditional Jewish name. What's wrong with it? <laughs> it's actually pronounced Slave from the he- from the Hebrew "lovely daughter." Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my word. Oh yeah. No, there was uh, people losing shit about the Slave Leia uh, dolls at Walmart or something. It's like. That toy's been out for a while, guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, 1983 called. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Like, she doesn't just revenge choke the shit out of the guy uh, or out of the fucking slug in, like, the next five minutes. Right. So, People you are know. Dumb. Yeah. And revenge choking the slug <laughs> yeah. is my code for. And it'd be easier if you suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> revenge choke the slug. Yeek. <laughs> oh my We've really all been there. To, really need to think about things there. before I say them. It's a Friday night, two in the morning. Things didn't go right. Time to revenge choke that slug. Slug, get ready for some revenge, fucker. <laughs> oh, you can get chafed so bad. Mm. <laughs> That's your fault. There's plenty of uh, s- uh, slug lube. Slug lube. <laughs> Slime. Jeez. Slime. I did enjoy listening to the podcast last week when you were complaining about me just stumbling over stuff and you were stumbling over shit trying to find words. Yeah. It's like, it's like you were channeling my brain basically, for some reason. Basically. Well, I'll tell you what it is. Last week and this week have been our first going back to morning recordings. Oh, boy. Oh, I hate it so much. It's fine, but I hate it so much. I hate the morning. Oh, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's morning. And Wait, Jacob's like, no, it's mo- one in the afternoon. Yeah, I'm like, it's yeah. morning. Yeah. It's morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am a night owl, man. I do not. Oh, 
I stay up till six on the regular. Oh, anyway. You know that's not normal. I didn't say it was normal. <laughs> I'm saying it's what I do. It's the way it is. It's just the way it is, baby. <laughs> Some well, things will never change. Last week we talked about Denny's Marvel meals. Marvel meals. They're, they're well, fantastic they're one, they're for the thing bird. Thing bird with thing sauce. <laughs> Oh, which reminds me, in that whole conversation, nobody mentioned the uh, greatest comic book title ever, Giant Size Man Thing. Oh, yeah, right. That's a that's a Rachel and Miles classic. Yeah. They love to bring that up all Do the they time. Do they have it? Oh, it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my Giant Size Man Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody actually sent us a picture of their Thing Burger. Yes, they did. Oh, boy. And I was appreciated because... I was afraid to open it at first. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Thing burger with thing sauce. It, uh, they did a good job toasting the cheese on the bun. Yeah. It has yeah. a very thing-like wow. appearance. That, that sounds like code for the... <laughs> no, did you see it? Toasting the cheese on the bun. Did you no. see it? That's a good-looking burger. It looks like a thing. It looks like the thing's skin. Of course it's it nice. a good thing. Did you get that thing, thing I sent you? <laughs> it does. So kudos, Denny, at, at least on your... Bun. Thing has, there, has anybody tried a thing burger yet? In this room? Yeah. Yeah. In this room. No. I think I think that's a goal. Somebody has to do. Are this. we going to Denny's? I mean, it's open twenty four <laughs> hours a day. <laughs> true. I got one right yeah, on the corner. What did you do that us. was geeky this week? How we went to Denny's. <laughs> How does Denny's survive in this town? Because everywhere else in the country, Denny's is like the last resort after all the restaurants are closed. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's there's a lot there's, of twenty four hour competition here. Yeah. There's other you know some people I raise on that moon over my sure, hammer. Sure, yeah, I think there's a lot of comfort food aspect to it because yeah. every Denny's feels like every other Denny's. Yeah, I guess so. But you can get pancakes like you know four in the morning just about anywhere. Mm. Yeah, you get more options in Vegas but for that you, than yeah. most. Yeah, sure, that's what I'm saying. In Vegas, I don't see how they survive. Sure, but I think there's a comfort food aspect to it. Yeah, but uh, I'm I we put it out there to you. To give us some Marvel meals, and boy, did you! Thank you oh, so much. So I've compiled the list, and who sent them? Although you know, I know there's one for Michael Johnson, Paul. Uh, not sorry, uh, uh, Michael Johnson. Jeff, if you wouldn't mind going to Facebook because I didn't pull off Facebook. I think he's the only. Oh one yeah, there. on the Facebook one, yeah. Gotcha. So go ahead and look that up for me while I go through the great Marvel meals. I am. Here's the menu. So Here excited about this. This is the new this menu. This is the new Denny's menu. I'm so stoked to hear this. Here Carry on. Come. Here they come. Uh, Tommy Todd's given us the Doom and Onion. <laughs> <laughs> this one's actually really good. I read this one. Oh, man. Battered onion petals deep fried to a black crisp <laughs> and served on the back of a Latvian. Ah, yeah! Nice. Score. Oh. Score one, Tommy. Nice. That is balls on nice. good. Uh, Justin. Right. Yeah, that's the picture. Justin sent us two. First, he gives us the kingpin. That's a half pound of bacon, lettuce, <laughs> tomatoes, spicy Dijonese on a very clean white bread without crust. Ooh, yeah. you know these what are not these are not bad ideas. They some aren't. of them, some of them are actually and pretty good. So tasty. Right? But, uh, a half pound of bacon. <clears throat> half pound of bacon. Yeah. In salute of the TV show, they got to sprinkle that green shit over it. Like oh, like he, he always does? Yeah. There you go. He puts his little pesto. Cilantro, yeah. isn't it? But he also Cilantro, pa- that's what it is. He also pairs that with the Jonah James shake. Ooh. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> J. Jonah James shake? Yeah. This is a vanilla shake garnished with a cigar-shaped brownie, whipped cream, <laughs> and a Hitler stash. Nice. <laughs> Winner. Uh, Croak the DJ gave us a few. The uh, Jubilee Slam, that's four pancakes topped with fruit, three bacon strips, two eggs, one serving of hash browns with blast-off juice. <laughs> uh-huh. And a bread pool. 
It's biscuits and gravy <laughs> covered in cheese served behind a broken fourth wall. Put a pin in that. <laughs> yeah, I like that one a Put lot. a pin on that. I'm going to get back to Bread that. pool. Bread pool. <laughs> now, Stephen Marinelli. Here we go. I really enjoy these. Uh, the Ant-Man. Denny's waiter pours maple syrup on you and rolls you into an anthill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I love What's, that. I love that, that he stings Indiana it. Jones, that Indiana Jones has that really rough ant yeah, 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 crystal skull. Almost, almost a cool thing in that movie. Yeah. The, yeah, the closest, if I cared about that things, character, yeah. if I'd cared about that movie at that point, what? and if seconds later... Shia LaBeouf hadn't been swinging from the trees with monkeys. <laughs> like, didn't everybody's head just explode at that point? Kind of did. That I was mean, the that moment. Was, that's it. You're like, what am I watching? That was the moment that just broke monkeys. it for most. All right. What I love that Steven did, though, is that he stung each one with the name of the character with an exclamation point. Oh, gotcha. So, Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> Daredevil. Honey glazed ham with dinner roll, and then the waiter set you on fire. Didn't see that coming. Daredevil. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he throws hot coffee in your eyes, blinding you. I didn't read any Daredevil. of these ahead of time. I'm so happy to do these. Are, yeah. yeah, I kept myself clean of these. Electra. Mm. Lamb, a leg of lamb. Side of cranberry sauce, raspberry lemonade, waiter shocks you with a cattle prod. Electra! <laughs> oh, nice. Thank you, Stephen, for those. Those are good. Uh, Jeff Harris gave us gave us one here. It's a Deadpool's never-ending chimichanga. <laughs> yeah! Nice. Never-ending chimichanga. Oh, my stomach just, just had a heart attack. Oh, the thought of it. A never-ending chimichanga. It regenerates as you eat it. <laughs> and comes with a B. Arthur calendar. Oh, boy. That's awesome. Somebody's missing a boat when the Deadpool movie comes out if they don't have a chimichanga tie-in. <laughs> that's true. And he also gave us the Black Widow Bites. Chopped green zucchini, sautéed in Russian dressing, topped with Romanova cheese. And the crass element gave us blackened panther burger. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. With spicy Wakandan hot sauce <laughs> served on a vibranium plate. Yeah. <laughs> guys got really creative with these. I love it. Scoop John B. sent in one. The oh, Grand yes. Slam The Extreme. A Grand Slam pre-cut into bite-sized pieces. Probably a summer's time item. Uh, oh, probably, probably another summer's another brother. summer's brother. <laughs> Zing. Now, if I pronounce this right, Anku, or Ankau, Anku, uh, gave us one for the Fantastic Four, each member. So it's a kind of a meal deal. Here we on go. This one. So it's Invisible Woman Clear Soda. Oh, the man, that's, that's what Crystal Pepsi was missing. Mm -hmm. The Thing yep. Chicken Nuggets, Mr. Fantastic Mozzarella Sticks, nice. and yeah. Human Torch Hot Sauce. That's done. This guy like knows what one. he's doing. Hey, like you know, uh, if you get that Dushine in there, you got that whole meal. You could make that meal. Yeah. That's what we got to do. We do. We do. What when do we, we got to do? Don't, when we don't go see that new movie, <laughs> we should go get some nuggets and some mozzarella sticks and some hot sauce and some Dushine, and we can have a fantastic four yeah, meal. Yeah, there the it important is. question is, where is the nearest Denny's to this place we're at now? Oh, we wouldn't get that from Denny's. No, no, no. no. Now. Right now. You hungry I'm for hungry Denny's now. Right now? It's just it's, right up there on the corner. Right around oh, the corner, dude. Trop and, and Eastern. Trop and Eastern? Okay. Yeah, it's like you Excellent. could walk there. 
Yeah, yeah. Right. I wouldn't recommend it, but you can walk. <laughs> <laughs> I cover the east side of town. I walk through neighborhoods that would curl your toes. Yes, you do. It's true. <clears throat> he also gave us Jubilee's Popping Candy Sunday and the Beast Steak, a 16-ounce sirloin steak served blue with a mustard side uh, for a peppery fuzz. Blue. Zing. And Cooking time. When rare isn't rare enough. <laughs> right. Serve mooing. And Stefan gave us the daredevil. Mm. You are blindfolded to make your selection by way of roulette wheel. Oh, fun. Ooh. Hey. Did you get the Excelsior Slam in there? Did I miss that one? No, no. you didn't get that. What do we got? <laughs> the Excelsior Slam. It's what you want even when you don't know you want it in a box. You're going to make. You're gonna love it, true believer. <laughs> yep. Who gave us that one? Uh, that would be Thousand Dragons. Nice. nice. Cool, cool, cool. Did you have one from... Anku, uh, I think, is the same, same Did guy. you get that yeah. one from... Uh, no, wait, sorry. I just said the wrong one. Did you get the one from uh, The Excelsior Michael? Slam was... Uh, That's the one I asked Jeff to Christopher look Brewer. Christopher yeah. Brewer. Did you get the one from Michael Johnson? Yes. I right. have it right here. It is... Groot's vegan salad. Mm. Lots of kale and twigs and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I was driving down Rancho this afternoon from an interview, and Deadpool was walking down the street. Nice. Nice. (laughs) Always good. I like that aspect of Vegas now, that the dressed-up characters on loan from Hollywood. On loan? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They fucking moved here, dude. Yeah, they did. I know. They're done. They're done with L.A. Uh, speaking of the Ugly Couch Show Facebook page, did you get the uh, the post from Chris Moore Do regarding Star? Okay, I'm going to read the whole post because it's for it's it's regarding Stargate SG One. Oh boy, here oh, this, this is this is no oh, look, no look no at, this is this is a true challenge for Paul, and I'm going to read I, it in its entirety. I just want to say right now, Jeff's eyes are lit up, and I can feel the vindication coming off of him. Chris Moore says it's Christmas morning for him, or it's Chris morning. Yes. Chris morning. Yes. <laughs> there are 214 episodes of Stargate SG One. All of them. Do them all. J- uh, uh, there's more. <laughs> I will. I hope. So. <laughs> he says I will pledge one dollar per episode for Whoa. each one Paul gets through oh. to the Child's Play charity. Shock wow. Monkey Toucher Ransoming Paul for Charity Drive could Paul. be an wait, annual wait, wait, thing. Read that again. Shock Monkey Toucher Paul <laughs> for Charity Drive could be an annual thing. Wow. That's why I like this idea a lot. So pledging a dollar per episode. A dollar per episode oh, pledged to child's play. That is my the favorite reason, charity. That's why I brought it up because uh, clearly he has been listening to the show and knows how much you care about that charity. And I do all my Amazon for them now. Sure, yeah. I do too. Like the, it, yeah, fully the, groundhog, yeah. the Groundhog Day episode is the one that won me over. When I saw the Groundhog Day episode, that's when I'm like, yep, i got to watch all those now. But but I love his idea because, seriously, the things that we always tell Paul he would like, and he's like, I'm never going to watch that, it could be an annual thing. We have Just, just mm-hmm. like he suggests, <laughs> a pledge drive where... <laughs> You know, Does it mean we're going to make him watch all Smallville next? All you have next? to do is watch. I watched all Smallville. No, we'll make you do it again. No, I didn't. I didn't watch the last three seasons. Can we make actually. him? No, it, make it him? has to be things that Paul refuses to watch for no goddamn good reason. <laughs> other than for, other than other critics going, don't, <laughs> don't waste your fucking time. Can we make him watch it Clockwork Orange style? Oh, that would no. be awesome. 
Well, I, I do have to say, I think it is something he is not allowed to watch and fall asleep to. If he falls asleep, yeah, no, on an that episode, wouldn't count. No, yeah. it would not count. That would have well, to be. We're, we would have to work out some rules for this. But well, you have to work out some time. <laughs> Two hundred fourteen hours of television oh, yeah. watching. Paul have, will be finished with this you in have about two thousand seventeen. I have They're the entire run. Yes, and it is also on Netflix. You're correct. It is on Netflix now. Yeah, yeah. It has been for a while. Yeah. Oh shit! Not that you've searched for it. SG One, really? Yeah. yeah. SG One is on Netflix. Are uh-huh. you sure? I will look again. But I'll look I'm right now because sure it is. You know, I look for shit. SG One, uh, Atlantis, and Universe should all be on there. All right, let me see. Unless hey, they've been removed. While we're pausing over Netflix, I actually ended up watching the end of Burn Notice. The last season is really worth it. Is it? Because yeah. I, I gave up after, I think it was the season before the last season. Which and I paused for about six months before I dove into the last season. I just, I, it was like, oh, they're doing the same thing over. The last season's a lot darker. Because, like, the first few seasons were really enjoyable because it has that whole, you know. I'm really going to have to write burn notice down as one of the tags, aren't I? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Yet yeah, you have to. Well, it's no, got that, it's got that whole let it go. Podcast. No, let I, it go. I, 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 let I, that I, tag vanish. I totally get the the hate on it because it really does repeat itself all over. Well, yeah, over like after like the, after like the third season, it was just like yeah. basically repeating everything. It's that whole you know that heist, all uh you know Ocean's Eleven yep. style with the narration and everything, and it. it you know, it was really when fun and really original for like out. that first few seasons, but then all of a sudden it just, it's like he kept dropping into the exact same. It became know, a Chinese nesting doll. Yeah, plot. exactly. It just, it, Chinese it's like, nesting doll. Yes, Chinese nesting oh, doll. Yeah. Like, those do. It's like the situation has changed. <laughs> <laughs> they provide Paul with all sorts of nasty vocal fodder. <laughs> it's like the exact same pattern of behavior was there, but it was just in a different different situation and it just it was it was frustrating as so. i'm not okay paul i'm not saying you have to accept chris's challenge now think about there it. is no stargate on the netflix oh oh snap again it doesn't matter because jeff has, jeff has them all jeff has them he, we have we have ways of making you watch oh, yes we do so i have his so wife's think phone about number it. so chris, i can always I think just it's say incredibly hey Ann, generous. make sure that he watches this whole episode it's an incredibly generous offer it, it really is it's it a really beautiful is. author well, and child's play be very happy i might thank you for 50 <laughs> this write up a twenty-seven dollar check to Child's Play. <laughs> Basically, yeah, seriously, like it's gonna be a tw- it's gonna be twenty bucks, but that's twenty bucks. Yeah, I tell that's a lot. I don't know. Right, we're well, gonna come back to this. Uh, we can maybe start watching them after. Oh well, next week I can't because I'm recording late night next week. I don't know. We don't have to watch you watch them. You just have to watch them. Oh, I want to watch them with Jeff. Oh, I w- then I'm filming oh, it. That's what I mean. I want to yeah. film it. We need then. to film it. It needs to be a whole thing. <laughs> I'll, okay, I'll if you're, for that, if you're only going to get through t- 50. And Jelly has to be with me, too. And you're so watching you it. <laughs> yeah. Do you have to be in order? Then he has to put huh? them in $2. Yeah, order? In order. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course. Okay. I'm Andy, not going to have to be in order. Well, I'm going to start with the final one and go back. No, Andy's going to make you watch the Groundhog Day one first. This episode 200 is really awesome, but yeah, it's. Yeah, well, I'll never see that. But Sorry, kids. You're 20. not getting your fucking toy. I'll get up to episode 20, maybe. Timmy, it is Christmas, but Paul never finished, so... Look, man, I'll send him a what, 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 what if we just do it this way? If we... Uh, um, the ones that Paul doesn't watch, he has to pay for. No. Oh, there you go. <laughs> nope. No. No. <laughs> I think that's a fantastic idea. I think that's awesome. No. 
Because Chris plan. is Chris is willing to pay a dollar per episode. Oh, yeah. I think plan. Paul should have to pay the a dollar for every get episode their he does not get to. bucks, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like this plan. Yeah. No, it's a guaranteed win for Child's Play. Oh, they yeah. get my money every year. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe this now year you'll that's give them a the reason. Oh, stinky dick lickers. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. This is probably a good point for you to explain what Child's Play is. Oh, Child's Play, for those of you who don't know, Penny Arcade, this is their annual charity that they've been doing for many years, nigh on a decade, maybe longer. Yeah, it's, uh, it's I think close it's, Yeah, to... this might be their 12th year, actually. I think now so. I think about it. I think you're right. Uh, so, um, yeah, they donate. They started off donating primarily video games to sick kids in the hospitals. They expanded it to video games, toys, books, whatever. And so it's very easy to just go through Penny Arcade's site or even uh, Amazon. Everything is connected through Amazon. You make the purchase through Amazon. You send it directly to the hospital of your choice. I always send it to a hospital in uh, Kentucky. Um when I'm sending the gifts back there, they have wish lists that the hospitals put up for what games, systems, toys, books that the children have requested. It's easy to make a purchase, send it in there. You can make a small donation. You can make a big donation. Whatever you feel, they've raised millions over the years, and it's really fantastic. And uh, I applaud Mike and Jerry and Robert for all the hard work that they do every year making that thing come to fruition. So, yeah, Child's Play, definitely been my favorite charity uh, for a long time now. Nice. Yeah, it, it really is a great charity. Uh, you know, if if nothing more than to brighten the a single day of any child's horrible life in a hospital with a well, and there's know, scientific sense disease. behind it too. Yeah, especially exactly. with video games. Yeah, there are uh, you know studies that prove that uh, you can distract yourself out of some pain with uh, video game distraction sure. and that kind of thing. And, and I do it regularly. It, yeah, it truly, right? It truly does help you. It, it, it well, can, yeah. And, it, and it can help your recovery. So A positive attitude are, definitely helps with the recovery. These kids are benefiting found. in a medical, a true medical way Absolutely. from these uh, gifts. I think so, I mentioned nice. this before, but when uh, Duncan was in the hospital last year with his appendix uh, thing, uh, when he had his appendix out, um, we ended up, ended up sitting in the, in the hospital room with him for you know six, seven, eight hours watching... Um, old TV sitcoms that he'd never seen. It's like, oh, that's what you know Mayberry looked like. Oh, that's what Sanford and Son was. Was that just what was on the TV? Yeah, it was. We found a channel that had that, and he was just like fascinated with thinking. We saw one of the the. Uh, um, so Archie- you're saying his recovery could have greatly improved video games? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, I don't know. I bet Red Fox could heal you up pretty good. Yeah. That's yeah, true. We did end up watching one of the uh, the the All in the Family episodes Take after. Take them stitches out, you dummy! No, no. Uh, <laughs> a- after All in the Family, All in the Family, a- man. after they'd lost uh, everybody but uh, Archie and uh, Edith. Oh boy! And they had the the little girl in it. Oh, <laughs> you know was... what? It was good. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> oh, if Happy Days hadn't happened, it jumping the shark would have been after the little girl. Yeah. I don't know, Archie. It's been 10 minutes in the episode. You've yet to be anti-Semitic. <laughs> I think you've lost it. I will give you even better than anti-Semitic. Turns out the little girl was Jewish. Mm-hmm. Archie agrees to let her go to the synagogue and he's going to take her there. Mm-hmm. It's like, who is this man? Right. This is not the man I've seen Maybe before. Can, hold on there. I'm a little more progressive now. You know, matured my ways. Uh, just just well, for your own information the, and our opened, viewers' information, after Paul? you open oh, Archie's place, you know. Oh, Archie's place. Yeah. Archie's place. Child's Play has raised since 2003 $35,026,278. And they need $35,000. Excuse me, $35 million. <laughs> Sorry. $35 million. Guys, get ready to get Apparently, their account. Nearly a year's wage. <laughs> 
<laughs> the accountant is child's play, apparently. Thirty-five million twenty-six thousand two hundred seventy. That sounds better. Yeah. There you go. Sorry, I, I, uh, I don't know where my brain. Well, no, that was great. Yeah, you were excited. That was great. Put the leather wallet. That's gold, in Jeff. Get the wallet. Math are hard. <laughs> well, we promised you we were going to do some mumra. So we better Ooh. do some news so we can save some time for Mumra. All right. I got a feeling we're not going to get through all the news again. What? So, so what? You so what? We'll, we'll save it. We'll save it. We got news from last week and this all week. All right. Well, keep going. So, but I, I, so, but I, before I give you a cake, I'm going to stab you. News you don't give a shit about. Oh. Motherfucker. Wow. I think we got an hour before we did that. Close <laughs> to it. You are right. <laughs> Xena Warrior Princess producers Rob Tappert and Sam Raimi are involved in a Xena reboot at NBC, which is being described as a, quote, modern take on the series. Per the report, it seems they'll be casting a younger actress in the role, though the creative team apparently does want Lucy Lawless to potentially take on supporting role in the series. As for the tone of the series, it seems they're aiming for something with a somewhat more highbrow vibe when compared to the campy fun original. Ugh. The uh, report notes the new Xena would have, quote, the charisma and charm of Lawless combined with, quote, the smarts of the Hunger Games Katniss. Is this like Xena, the legend continues? Like they did the Kung Fu, the legend continues? Perhaps. They're eyeing the project as, quote, a sophisticated and smart superhero for a new generation, unquote. No word on how many episodes they're considering, though something like 13 could be likely with a chance of a pickup for future seasons. Uh, apparently, it's, season, not much it's on track to hit in 2016. Now, uh, Lawless has denied this on Twitter, saying that it was a rumor. Right. But it does come from Deadline Hollywood and Deadline, and from multiple sources there. So, and they're usually pretty spot on with that stuff. And it would make sense that Tapper would be, this would be nice, plausible deniability. My, minor spoiler here. When uh, I started watching uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I was like halfway through the episode and I had to stop the first episode. And I told Kay, oh, man, Lucy Wallace is in it. And then she was dead by the end of the episode. (laughs) 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 She's in this season for half an episode. He was excited. (laughs) (laughs) He had a little Andy Chubby. Further spoiler, she comes back. What? God damn it. I'm not going to say in what capacity she comes that's back. That's okay. It's okay. It's, but you get to see right. her again. It's nice we have some of Matt here when Matt can't be here. So that's all right. right. <laughs> oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, can. Now, for those who have asked, uh, Matt is okay. He is, he's got a new job, and he's unable to join us. Fucker lately. has a real life. You leave him alone. He's got to make money. Captain Canada has to earn his place in America. No. Yeah, because he's got to send those loonies back home to those he's people counting on him. He's gone over the dark side. He wears a tie and shit now. Ah, it's all because he yeah. sat in that chair. Notice the chair's not even there, thank God. <laughs> it is. It's there it's the for you. The chair of doom is gone. I had to burn the chair. News you don't give a shit about. In a deal near seven figures, Sony Pictures Animation won a three-studio auction for an animated movie pitch centering on Emoji. Ah. Those round-headed figures that are a staple of social media correspondence as adverbs and adjectives. Did the the Angry Birds movie didn't come out yet, did it? No. Uh, Punctuation. Angry the Birds movie. will beat it to the punch. Uh, the project will be co-written by Eric Siegel and Anthony uh, Le- Leondis, with a the latter directing the feature. Uh, three studios bid. Warner Brothers and Paramount were the others, but none more aggressively than Sony. Uh, Leondis is the director of Kung Fu Panda Secrets of the Masters, and he most recently completed the DreamWorks animation feature, Boo, uh, Bureau of Otherworldly Operations. 
I'm surprised Sony has any money to uh, to throw at that, considering how poorly their films have done over the last few years. It's maybe it's because the with emoji, there's no licensing fee. Ah, okay. Since they don't have to pay for something existing like they did with like Lego. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Could be. Either way, Emoji Movie is definitely coming your way with all that joy. Like I said in the middle of that, punctuation, the movie. I'm yeah. waiting for that. That crazy uh, Spanish exclamation point, I'm waiting to see what that character's like. <laughs> <laughs> Will they have the poo? The who? The poo. What is the, the, the little emoji poo? Which oh, one? I'm sure, the yeah. the one that just with eyes or the smiley face poo? The smiley face poo. Okay. Obviously, it's an animated feature. What's it got to smile about? <laughs> it's rea- your reaction to it. <laughs> it's fine with itself. You don't smell yourself. It's smiling. At, it's smiling at its hate for we you. We smell you. News you don't give a shit about. Disney is turning another one of their animated properties into a live action movie. Oh, they no. will be v- developing a prequel to the 1992 film Aladdin. The movie will be called Genies, and it will be written by Damien Shannon and Mark Swift. The new story will focus on, quote, the realm of the genies and reveal how Aladdin's genie ended up enslaved in the lamp, unquote. The long-term plan for the franchise is for this prequel to lead into a live-action remake of the original Aladdin movie. The writers they brought in to develop it also worked on Freddy vs. Jason, the Friday the 13th remake, and the upcoming Baywatch Again, I don't care. Go for it. Does not hurt the original. Weren't they, unnecess- weren't they, just unnecessary and silly. It's fine. Weren't they doing a live action Sword in the Stone one too? They are. They yeah, are. They are. That's but there. are they <sighs> digging Robin Williams up and animating him like a marionette? Well, it, which because it's basically what this movie is doing. Katie Holmes is up for the role of the stone. Mm. <laughs> somebody, somebody did the voice on the Aladdin TV series that sounded a lot like Robin Williams. It was oh, Dan Castellaneta. Was it? Yeah, I did not know that. Well, now you know. And knowing it's half the battle. If you watch it again, you'll go, oh, Genie sounds like Homer. <laughs> <laughs> a little. Dan Castellaneta so, is amazing. He's the best. So, oh, we, so we have this live action Genie movie. So they can go one of two ways. They can find someone to emulate Robin Williams, which is a bad idea. Or to go in a whole different direction with it, which is also kind of a bad idea. Yeah. Now, is the it Genie no going to be a CG character or is it just going to be a, a live action just a blended naked, with just CG a naked guy. A, like the, ma- the mask? Uh, th- that information is not given to me. I don't. They I don't would have, have to be. They'd well, do I'm just CG. speculating. Yeah, they do CG. Yeah, that makes the most sense. They'll, They'll do, do CG. Spray C genies. C genies. Spray paint. C genies. Nuts. In a diaper. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> also, the these nuts stuff is all over the place. Oh yeah, it's getting, it's getting a little crazy, but it's still good. I fucking take it. That's, <laughs> yeah. It's driving Matt nuts, which is funny. To me. That's good. <laughs> Matt's nuts. Yeah, <laughs> he is now. You are forcing him into the fusty role in the in the podcast. <laughs> the, the Fausty role. Fusty. Fusty. Yeah. Fusty. Fusty. The, uh, the Felixy role. The 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 uh, anal retentive. The uh, oh, okay. Huffy puffy. Um. Fussy and crusty. Fusty. It's a real word. <laughs> English hornet motherfucker. <laughs> And now English, speak it, motherfucker. To the, to the lexicon. Well, we weren't alive during Shakespeare's time. <laughs> Fusty. 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 Here we go. 
Here Go on, is. you keep going. Okay, it's, I thought you were already there. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. Then Weekend Geek! Oh, Yay. okay. Shoot. All right. If we have to. Fusty. F-U-S-T-Y? Yes. All right. Adjective. Smelling stale, damp, or stuffy. I must have the wrong the word fusty, then. I got to learn English, motherfucker. The fusty odor of decay. Synonyms. Stale, musty, or dusty. Another definition, old-fashioned in attitude That's or style. That's the one I'm looking for. Right, you're looking for the second definition. <laughs> second definition, Andy. That's <laughs> your new make name. It less valid. It's still a definition. Grammar in the classroom became a fusty notion. Synonyms, old-fashioned, out-of-date, outdated, behind-the-times, antediluvian, backward-looking. Now, if you'd used antediluvian, yes. I'd have been on the on board with you. Does it give now, synonyms? All of the synonyms Since are the second definition. Other ones, fact other check ones. Andy. Square, uncool, fogeyish. So fact-check Andy. A fusty <laughs> conservative. There you go. Fusty Translations Andy. and more definitions. Here we go. La- it's from the Latin <laughs> fustus, meaning a cudgel. Now, how did you not know that? Uh, it is the old French fust, meaning a cask, <laughs> a tree, or a trunk. Another uh, using from the old French fuste, smelling of the cask, or fusty, late 15th century. Late 15th century from Old French fuste, smelling of the cask, from fust <laughs> cask, Smelling of the cask tree, makes trunk. a lot of sense with this From guy. the Latin yeah. fustus, really? cudgel. A cudgel. Oh, over Use over time for fusty. Fusty looks like it used its usage peak around the year 1875. <laughs> okay, yeah. Right. Since then, it has had a decline in usage, <laughs> dipping to some of its lowest numbers around 2010. Until 2015, when Fact Check Andy brought it back. One of my secret. I'm fa- bringing Fusty back. <laughs> yeah. You old curmudgeons don't know how to act. Yeah. yeah. You're all stuffy, stale, and musty whack. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I'm working to bring Fusty back. Yeah. Uh, take it to the bridge. Old fashioned <laughs> in attitude and style. That's how you are. You're out of date, outdated behind the times. You're anti-deluvian. <laughs> Tell them how it is. Fusty. Uh. All right. <laughs> Be a fussy pack. I do get much enjoyment out of using words that have not been used Be in a, a fussy long pack. time. <laughs> Go ahead, well, get stale think, with it. Bring your fusty on. It Go brings ahead, you get back to your youth, it. and that's okay. Get yeah. your fusty on. Go ahead, get dusty with it. Get your fusty on. Go ahead, get stuffy with it. Get your fusty on. Go ahead, get airless with it. Get your fusty on. Go ahead, get unventilated with it. Get your fusty on. Go ahead, get damp with it. Get your fusty on. <laughs> I, I would wear the t-shirt, get your fusty on. <laughs> yes. Yes, you would. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. Oh, barf. Mac from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is directing the Minecraft movie. Yay. Mojang announced earlier that Rob McKelney, who created and stars in the FXX comedy series, will lead the Warner Brothers produced picture. Is it McElhaney? McElhaney. I think you're right. McElhaney. Rob McElhaney? Yeah. Yes. The majority of is the, the McElhaney's... Is that the thrift store song? No, he's the one that got fat and then got skinny. That's yeah. that's McElroy. Yeah. McElroy? No, McEl- That's Macaroni. Macklemore. Yeah. I used to live on McElroy. <laughs> McElroy Pike. 
Is it McElhaney? Is that what he said? His name? Majority of McElhaney's credits come from It's Always Sunny on in Philadelphia. The Night at the Museum director, Sean Levy, was previously set to lead the Minecraft movie. His plan was to make a distinctively non-narrative game into a comedic adventure, somewhat in the neighborhood of the Goonies, though he told the Wall Street Journal that Mojang seemed unimpressed by the concept, and he subs- subsequently left the picture. Hmm. So, so now there it is. He's in charge. First big thing. Minecraft. Hmm. Okay. That's all right. That's a lot to think Yeah, that's a big jump. For your first movie. That's huge. Although, Although yeah, I mean, it's, it's it, for anybody above, like, you know, 20, it's going to be, uh, it's going to have the whole Guardians of the Galaxy thing. And a lot of people are not going to have any idea what the hell it is. If it's good, it's, it's who cares? Yeah. If it's well done. Yeah. If it's done well, it's done well. Marf, larf, I, I have to say I'm extremely curious how that's going to translate. Yep. Well, um, I was yeah. surprised the Lego movie worked. And, and whether it translates or not, it's going to make a bank of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sony and Marvel Studios cast Tom Holland, as we know, as Peter Parker, Spider-Man, a few weeks back. Uh, it was also announced that the movie would be directed by John Watts, who's behind Cop Watts? Car. Oh, I thought it was directed by John Waters. Watts? And now it appears they have settled on the the vacation reboot writing and directing team of John Francis Daly and Jonathan M. Goldstein to pen the script for the rebooted Spider-Man franchise. Unlike previous Spider-Man franchises, the reboot is said to center on the much younger Peter Parker. Uh, Producer Kevin Feige said that the film would be John Hughes-esque and set in high school with Parker attempting to find the balance between the high school student and a superhero. Uh, Daly and Goldstein's credits include both hor- both horrible bosses films, The Incredible Burt Wonderstone, and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. So there's your writers for the Spider-Man movie. I approve the best of taking it back to high school, I and mean, I wish we'd seen more of that in the other movies because that is kind of a fun aspect of the, the comic book. Absolutely, I have I have no issue with the direction. Uh, never saw any of these movies though. Uh, Burt Wonderstone, Horrible Bosses, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Burt Wonderstone is really good. I I I was surprised at how enjoyable it was because it seems really ridiculous. I mean, it's, you know, he plays a down and out, uh, Burt Wonderstone. The character is a down and out Las Vegas magician, right? The local magicians uh, were not thrilled with it. Why weren't they thrilled (laughs) with it? Just because the the depiction of, yeah. Like all, like all magicians are that way. Is that why? I don't get it. They didn't like being poked fun at. I mean, I'm talking about the, the, the people I see at Wonderground who are sort of, you okay. know. Yeah, the, I'm not, the, I'm not the talking up, about... The you know, up-and-comers. Oh, oh, I'm not talking about there. Penn and Teller and... Uh, no. yeah, I'm talking about the people who really made me fun of in the movie. I see. But, okay. uh, yeah, and then uh, Horrible Bosses. I saw the first one. I haven't seen the second one. It's a, it's a fun little film. I had a weird Horrible little, Bosses. I had a weird little encounter with Matt King this week. I was uh, waiting in the line to see the movie. We are actually waiting in the concession line. And I looked over and there was Matt King. And my general reaction to celebrities is to just either, you know, look at them and nod and smile and try not to draw attention to them because, you know, sure. that's, that's the cool thing to do in Vegas. Um, but I've talked to Matt King a few times, and I think of him as, just, you know, a, a guy that's enjoyable to talk to. But he has no reason to remember me. And all this went through my head as I looked over and saw him. At the same time, the woman in front of me stepped forward to move because the line was moving forward. Okay. So what happened was I looked over at him and, and said, fall, oh, like how do you here? doing? How you been? As if I was somebody I knew because, you know, and uh, and then I stepped forward into the back of the woman. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and then I laughed at myself and he smiled and rolled his eyes and turned around. 
<laughs> He's like, oh, I'm an idiot. Then he tripped over a power cord, knocked <laughs> yeah. over somebody's Xbox. <laughs> Fell and crushed two a baby. drinks on a gaming table. Jeez, I'm crow, dude. <laughs> and a baby died. <laughs> I got to get you a segue. Now, now, the thing is. <laughs> oh, dude. The thing is, if that would happen. Get Andy going more than five miles an hour? Are you trying to kill people? He no. would take it on an escalator the thing going is, down. I, I admit I'm a klutz. I, fuck himself at all. I'd like to see that actually. Yeah, yeah, but you would. Well, if you got one, you would see it. I could do this. I admit that I'm a klutz, but I've been a klutz for so long that I actually have these weird reflexes that I often knock something over and catch it as I'm draw knocking it over. Unless you trip over something, then you no, just... then we fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Built-in failsafe. My prehensile toes are stuck inside my shoes. Then his reflex is to keep walking, looking straight ahead, and acting like nothing happened. <laughs> Dragging a piece of electronics behind him. If, if folks, if you could only see the the Andy walking in before we set start recording the show, it's like it's this weird ginger step well, over thing things, is, and he still manages to to yank something off of the shelf. There are two paths to take. <laughs> one with nothing in the way and one with everything in the way. This is yes. true. And this Andy true. takes the road less traveled. <laughs> but I would call it the road more dangerous. I yeah. am a hard believer in path of least resistance. I will go out of my way. I am a four right turns to make a left kind of guy. That's probably wrong, but yeah. I'll do it. <laughs> That would be, right be a circle. Yeah. But I, I'll go. You know what? I'll do eight right turns. I don't give a fuck. Wait, that'd be another circle. Uh, the, the good thing is, if you're following Andy, by the time you get there, it is a path that is yes, been absolutely. cleared and I clear the way. That's true. My brother works at a zoo, as I've said before. And uh, when people cut corners, you know, when you, when there's like a, a, a trail made of you know, a, 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 a paved trail, and somebody cuts a corner because it's shorter. Yes, they refer to that as a path of desire. That's like an actual term in the industry that they have to. So try then and they have to fix that. They try and block it off so that people don't go through the path of desire. Blocking their desires. This is what is in my apartment complex. At our mailbox, we have paths of desire all over them, and they have done their best to impede us. <laughs> they put these giant rocks all around, so you can only access it. They got the parking. And you have to walk all the way around this grassy knoll, or you can walk right up the knoll, right to the mailboxes, but there's rocks between the knoll and the mailboxes. So it starts as a path of desire and becomes a parkour course? It is a parkour <laughs> course, man. So you go up the knoll, which is already a little intimidating, and then through the rocks, which are very jagged and graggly and dangerous, and I go right through the rocks because it saves you hours a year. And then you go get your mail, and then... Yes, you can go to the back of the clubhouse to go into the thing, but to get to the front door, you have to go through yet another just path of rocks. It's just rocks. And it used to be a little bit easier because it was small gravel, but they've put giant rocks in now, and I still just fucking go over the rocks most of the time. I'm just like, I'm doing it. Boom, <laughs> boom, boom. My path of desire is strong. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Because they're so desperate to keep that grassy knoll grassy. And I guess it has worked to a degree. There is not the well-trod path that there was. It's worn dirt. It's a good thing you guys are watering that 12 by 17 feet exactly piece. Exactly my whole point on it. <laughs> uh, whatever. Well, there's also, they're probably looking at cost and liability. Because if they condone that path in any way and somebody slips and falls... 
they're in trouble. Oh, I get you. You put in stairs. They it's would just, have to put in stairs. It's just a and terrible, a hand railing and all that yep, stuff. It's just terrible design. Stairs be cheaper than a pile of rocks, big, big huge rocks. No, because then you got to put in the uh, the, handrails, oh, the handrails and you got to make everything if compliant. If you're checking your mail from your apartment, I suppose it's okay for most part. But there are places where it says mailbox parking, and then you would you basically have to just go around the moon to go get your mailbox. Anyway, I understand the path of desire all too well when it comes you to You just gave mailbox. us a parking store. I did give you a parking <laughs> you store. You did. <laughs> and, and it turns out the parking is lousy. It's, I got uh, that's, that's two in one episode. <laughs> I got Devastator today in the mail. Ah, it arrived. He's beautiful. How big is he again? He's 18 inches. Oh, yeah. He's a big motherfucker. My package got a little dented. What? Yeah. But the 18, 18 inch package got yep. dented? Yep. Yep. Oh. yep. But it's not too bad. Did Dude. you hit the cervix or something? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. Devastator, at, guaranteed they hit the cervix, at 18 kids. Inches, at 18 inches, if you don't hit the cervix, you're dealing with a cave woman. <laughs> which are my, by which I mean a woman composed of cave. When you play, when you play sex toy or He-Man character, you yes. need to work from the other direction. You need to find a list of weird sex toys. And see. I got it. Well, that's yeah. the thing. I, I haven't done that yet. I haven't put together a list of weird sex toys. I need another phone so I can have both lists at my disposal <laughs> simultaneously. Or but, you could uh, just you compile it. it. Into a, I could. You could Word plan. Document. You could plan in advance. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's, <laughs> no, Andy, these things have got to be spontaneous. I don't know if you know how I work. <laughs> oh, I know how you work. Okay. Shirky knows how you work too. Mm-hmm. I think oh, yeah. the eighteen inches for the I'll, reach around. I've got to. I've got to do some writing. Yeah. I just have no time. Me neither. He's got 214 hours of Stargate to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> Uh, Writer-director Ryan Johnson, who did Looper, is already hard at work preparing to make the eighth still officially untitled film of the Star Wars story. The rap reports that Oscar-winning actor Benicio Del Toro, uh, from Traffic and Guardians of the Galaxy, has been offered a villain role in Episode Eight, and that while talks are in the very early stages, Disney and Lucasfilm really want to close this deal. As our attorney, I advise you to kill the Jedi. <laughs> That'd be wonderful <laughs> to have Gonzo, Oscar Acosta, Gonzo in the fucking. <laughs> Are you crazy, my man? Come on, the force is everywhere. It surrounds us, binds us. <laughs> Luminous beings are we, not just crude matter. Come on. <laughs> Ah <laughs> oh, man, I gotta save my friends. Oh no no no! Don't worry about them; they'll be fine. If you rush over there, save them you may. Well, but if you leave now, your training is incomplete. <laughs> you could be lost to the dark side, and forever it will rule your destiny. Let's <laughs> be careful. There's some gold in this. <laughs> watch yourself. This is my not country. <laughs> we got. We can't stay here. Fear and loathing in Star Wars. Yes. Fear and loathing in Dagobah. We got to do that. Shit. Yeah. We got to do a quick animatic of that. Or just even a drawing with some voiceover, man. Biggs, That'd be man, really get funny. on it. Man. Yeah, Biggs. <laughs> yeah, Biggs, accomplish something. Yeah. No. I'm telling you. Oh, wow. Right now, Biggs is holding his balls. What the hell just happened? <laughs> he's not even listening. He's like, oh, ah, oh, hey. Damn. Go kiss your cat. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus. Wow. I'm mean to Biggs for no good goddamn reason. <laughs> it really is because Biggs is 
pretty much the nicest he's guy He's the best. <laughs> he's the best. I just continue. Like, like, it's, it's this thing. Where I just talk shit about Biggs on the show. So yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, not going to stop. You just like kicking the puppy. <laughs> no, come on. It's fun to see how far that chihuahua will fly. A puppy. <laughs> Draw the line. It's the first time I think Biggs and Chihuahua have been compared. Yes. <laughs> He's a big St. Bernard, Great Dane mix puppy. Mm. There it is. That goes <laughs> when he sleeps. <laughs> The long in development film version of Stephen King's horror epic It has learned has landed a new director, uh, Carrie Fukunaga. Yeah, you said that right. Uh, True uh, detective fame has been attached to the project for years, but exited in May. Wait, wait, over creative differences. Could you say that right? name again wrong and slower? Fukunaga, we did it right. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Could you say it wrong, wrong no, and slower? Now the Hollywood Reporter has revealed that Andy Muschietti who directed the, ninth, uh, the 2013 horror film Mama, is negotiating to take over the camera. Muschietti and his sister and producer Barbara co-wrote the script for Mama, and their vision for the film was enticing enough that Guillermo del Toro signed on as producer as well. The film got good reviews for its emphasis on creepier scares over gore and grossed over $146 million worldwide. Now Muschietti it will take on the task of bringing King's 1,000... I've got Jeff Math over here. 1,100-page novel to the screen with the project still envisioned as a two-part adaptation. The new script will be written with Muschietti overseeing it, although the writer has not yet been chosen. So it continues its long, slow trek to the silver screen. So it's going to be the... strange trip it's been. So it's going to be the Muschietti cut? That's good. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Really? Really? You're going to encourage him? I'll, I'll give him that one. I'll, I'll give that. him that one. Oh, God. Both you, of you. You're going to give him that one. <laughs> Everybody gets one. <laughs> Jonathan Boutel, who wrote the 1984 original film, is actively developing a television reboot of The Last Starfighter, which will somehow include a virtual reality component. Uh, Butel has hooked up with Surreal TV to make the project a reality, and the goal is to make it the first television show to embrace virtual reality. The show will be viewable on regular TVs, but apparently provide extra content for viewers using some sort of VR tech. Seems the television series will use the film's universe as a jumping-off point for a serialized story about instilling moral code, in, in quotations, that follows an alien law enforcement agency. The series will apparently be called The Starfighter Chronicles, and there's still fairly early phases of development. I don't hate that idea. I, 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 that I just good. adore that movie. And yeah, it's not Rose Color Glasses. It's a pretty damn good film. Well, I mean, it's he's he's fought attempts at be, doing remakes of the film. Mm-hmm. Like, even Spielberg like approached him about redoing it because he sure. loved the film, and, and he said no. Yeah, and, and so Spielberg not finally people. went, oh, wait. Ready Player One, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and now Armada, which is basically Last Starfighter. Right. Yeah. I'm just, I I'm impressed. Much, I, although I have I not read it. yet, I have not read it, and I probably will because I enjoyed Ready Player One so much, but the reviews I'm getting for it are not that great. Mm. For Armada. Sophomore effort. Yeah. What are you going to do? That's, um, he doesn't have to Last Starfighter is yeah, uh, Robert Preston's last movie, right? I don't know. I Maybe I think yeah. you're right. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it is. Who played um, the alien, what was his Krieg? name? The alien guy. We got trouble, folks. Yeah, well, right yeah. here in. Well, I can't right. remember. Oh, <laughs> Andy. What was his oh. name? Oh. The name of the planet. Damn it. What was his name? Oh, Andy. Scar- Scaretti. Scavetti. Don't look at me. Spaghetti. 
In Last Starfighter, what was his name? Skag, I don't know. Skag, Skagnetti? No, Skagnetti's in a Tarantino it. movie. Skagnetti. I'll find it. IMDb? <laughs> I'll find it. It wasn't IMDb either. <laughs> Neil Cross, the creator of the famed BBC drama Luther, will be reviving the 1979 to 1982 time crime show Sapphire and Steel. Ooh. For those who haven't seen Sapphire and Steel, it starred Joanna Lumley as Sapphire and David McCollum as Steel. They're super-powered agents from a shadowy, never-explained agency that stops time from breaking through to the present, infiltrating its way through mixes of past and present, uh, such as antiques in a modern home. According to Cult Box, Cross said, quote, Sapphire and... yeah. His name was Centauri. <laughs> Sapphire and Steel is a late 70s science fiction horror show which had an incredibly low budget, so every single episode was a bottle episode where the enemy is time itself... So it would tell ghost stories and monster stories, but in every episode, somehow, time was the villain, unquote. And so that is being recreated by the Luther guy, which okay. I still haven't seen Luther, but Paul tells me is great. Yeah. First two seasons, incredible. Third season gets a little wobbly, and I haven't seen the fourth season yet. Is there even a fourth season? Yes. Okay. I don't know if it's out yet. Let's okay. see if that's even still There he goes. <laughs> Is it even still on Netflix? I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. But Yeah, uh, I haven't either. The first two seasons of Luther, good stuff. Solid. <laughs> Solid. And Sci-Fi is adding another genre series to its roster by adapting cult British movie The Machine. It is still on Netflix. Into a scripted TV series. The film's writer, Cara Dog James, is also bore the project. The machine follows the story of a computer programmer who is desperate to save his terminally ill daughter and creates the first ever piece of self-aware artificial intelligence. Of course, things go bad when the government hijinks the AI originally designed. Hijinks? Hijinks. Hijinks and That government. Pixie, Dixie, Dweedly Doom are the best of friends. That might have been hijinks. I like hijinks. And we would have gotten away with your government hijinks. No, no, let's stay with hijinks. This is good. Uh, hijinks the AI originally designed to help injured soldiers and use it to create the ultimate cyborg. Hijinks with injured cyborg. soldiers that is so modern. Oh, it's going to go so far. The Hollywood Reporter says that the machine will follow several storylines as it, quote, takes a broad view of cutting-edge scientific breakthroughs in genetic engineering, transhumanism, and artificial intelligence, unquote. Ah, transhumanism. Uh, Dog James will pen the script. And see, do I have enough time for one more before we... Go, Mamra'i. Yeah, why not? All right. well, shut up, go. you got time for two more. I think you're right. IDW has announced a new semi-prequel Back to the Future comic series. Saw this. Which aims to fill in some of the narrative gaps left behind by the original film trilogy. Storylines include how Marty became friends with Doc and Doc's time uh, working on the Manhattan Project. Uh, Back to the Future screenwriter Bob Gale will be offering oversight on the stories. Well, it'll be written by veteran comic writers John Barber, who did Transformers, and Eric Burnham, the great writer from Ghostbusters. Uh, the first issue will feature art from Brent Schoonover, who does Batman 66, and penciler Dan Schoening, who also does Ghostbusters. Also, the entire film trilogy of Back to the Future is heading back to the theaters for a limited run, yep. which is set to open around October. The theatrical re-release also coincides with a massive Blu-ray set slated to hit shelves on October 21st, which is the date that should be intimately familiar with fans this is of fine. Back to right. the Future 2. one. Uh, yeah. Who knows? Uh, that <laughs> will include the entire trilogy, the short-lived animated series, and a smattering of special features packaged in a faux f- uh, flux capacitor. 
Ooh. And last but not least, the 30th anniversary vinyl re- uh, re-release of the soundtrack is also in the works and will arrive October well, 16th. I'm glad that I haven't bought that series yet. I don't have to double dip. I can, I, I I bought, can justify the I bought that the series package. a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, on the kids and I watched the whole thing on Christmas. Is uh, that we, the one that was broken? Then they had to yep. send you a new disc. Yep. Nope. We, not mine. But not the reason I had. The DVD was. The Blu-rays were were not okay. broken. No. Okay. I had the DVD. It was fine. So I must have got a good Some version. Some DVDs. Well, depend on when you bought it. Yeah. Because I have the Blu-ray box set, and it's loaded with features. I've been trying to find a comparison between the the 25th anniversary and now the 30th anniversary. Yeah sets to see if it's worth me picking up. Uh, it comes with the animated series. Yeah. I saw that, but it's it's only select episodes of the animated series. It's oh. not the complete oh. series. Not at least, at least in, the, in the article I read in The Hollywood Reporter. I mean, it could have been clarified post that article because I lot. did read this last week. Okay. A lot of times you're watching a trilogy like all, in, you know, all at once. It's just a marathon thing, but Back to the Future, watching all three at once, it is... You do get more out of it. You do start yeah. seeing the, sure, the, there's the all time those between them. tie-ins. Yeah. Yep. They're beautifully connected. Yep. Although I, I worry about that uh, the comic series. Just of because course. the Ghostbuster name. Uh, well, this is, it's, yeah. I mean, it's, IDW, sometimes they do brilliant work. I mean, it's some of the Star Trek stuff has been good. The Star Trek like, stuff really is good. great. Yeah, but the sometimes Star Trek stuff is great. But sometimes stuff they put out is utter garbage, like Ghostbusters. That, the Ghostbusters yeah. one, who was working just, on this one, which was yeah. just not a compelling story at all. I mean, it wasn't even interesting. Yeah, I don't understand it. So I, it, it's yeah, it's it's just IDW Especially is all over book, the place man, when it comes go to for the quality. fucking walls. I saw the uh, Ghostbusters proton pack at the con. I like oh, even the, more from in person. the new movie. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a good flick. I'm, I'm feeling I'm, pretty I'm, good I'm about that. I'm starting to get excited. I'm feeling pretty good about yeah. that. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little annoyed with all the misogynistic poo-pooing of it. Yeah, but that's humanity. Welcome to our world, right? Yeah, welcome to humanity and the dominant yeah. male paradigm crazy shit. It's just, but it's just it's always dumb reasons for the yeah, hate. Well, it always has been. There's no there's no good, smart reason it's to all go, about ethics and journalism. Any argument that starts with women shouldn't or women can't, dumb. Especially right. that was like, it's like, well, I'm not trying to be sexist or anything. And he's like, well, good, good luck because you're already there. Yeah, right. And there, I mean, changing to women, the very least, you get rid of some of the weirdness. Like, you know, why, why did Peter Vinkman bring all that Thorazine to a first date? Oh, right. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> worth, worth, worth exploring. Yeah. yeah, I can tell you why I brought it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes! There's a good reason, because you can use that if you're getting a little slow on the, on the uptake. <laughs> oh. The date goes well, and you say, hey, how about cocktails? And he says, okay, let's have a drink. And I said, well, now, wait a minute. We got the little treat besides drink. We got the pills, bills, pills. <laughs> let's have some bills, pills before we go to the date and have the whole thing. <laughs> hey, Bill, uh, that's not cool. She didn't ask for that. You got to not do that. You got to not sleep rape people. (laughs) Sleep rape. It's not cool, Bill. I made you. (laughs) Get out of here. You are me. Get get gone. I have something to say as well, Bill. Brown Hornet, get your ass away from me. (laughs) Brown Hornet. Wow. That's right. It is I. Brown Hornet, I have to say, behavior of late has been despicable. There you go. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you very much. 
That made my day. I was, I was waiting for uh, for Fat Albert to go, hey, hey, why did you create me then? <laughs> I was getting scared that Leonard Six was going to get in there, but that's Oh, right. wow. I yeah. never saw Leonard Part Six. Nobody no, no, did. That's it, I, yeah, Actually, I have seen that about five times. <laughs> wow. There's there's something about some of the, the, the ridiculous. Not six times? <laughs> no. Couldn't just go for that one more time? There, there are like... A certain element of the film that yes. it's just so ridiculous that it's it's beyond comical. Are you a Ghost I mean, Dad fan too? No, God, that one sucks. <laughs> there you go. No, terrible. I only watched Leonard that twice. Six. I only that, saw that, Ghost Dad two times. That special something. That's yeah. where 80s Jeff draws the line. <laughs> ghost Dad. <laughs> the line in the sand. When I did Ghost Dad, it was my fantasy. <laughs> to be able to go through a lady's walls. And then I do it in real life. And then go through the, the sugar phone walls. What? <laughs> go through the phone and then walls. then choke the uh, the the potential boyfriend of your daughter. Of course, I choke him out until he's asleep. And then hey hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey why? <laughs> Last week, DC Comics and IDW Publishing released the first issue of their Star Trek Green Lantern crossover. Uh, DC and IDW announced at San Diego Comic Con that they are also partnering on another. Crossover, Batman, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Wow. Here's the official synopsis. In the ongoing power struggle between the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, General Krang, and the Foot Clan, allegiances have shifted and the battle lines have been drawn. Krang concocts a plan to rid himself of both the Turtles and Shredder by transporting them to another dimension, where they land in the dark and dangerous streets of Gotham City. It isn't long before they encounter Gotham's most famous resident, Batman, the Cape Crusader. The Crepe Crusader. The Crepe Crusader. DC Denny's Meals next week. Shockers. Yes. I have an affinity for very thin pancakes covered in fruit. The Cape Crusader. Don't let that be a one-off. I want to see DC Denny's Meals next week. May be their only hope of overcoming their enemies and getting back home, but not before they encounter a whole cast of Gotham's most infamous rogues. Unquote. And Maple This Thrill. may not be the breakfast you want, <laughs> but it's the breakfast you deserve. <laughs> I, I think Andy's right. Hashtag DC meals for next yeah. week. And, and Craped Crusader is already taken, so... <laughs> Yeah, gotta come don't up with you go new. taking that one, fuckers, because we're on to you. Yeah. <laughs> we'll remember. Yeah, fine. you might not right. think we will, but Why we'll not? remember. Let's do it. Let's do. Let's do uh, DC meals for next week. DC meals. So let's try a couple. Try a handful right now. DC meals. All right, but we're eating in the mumra time. That's all right. All right. Oh, okay. Just a few DC meals. DC meals. What DC do you got? Meals. Mm. Superman witch. Ah! Mm. <laughs> What's on there? It's not just a sandwich. It's a meal. Pulled pork, <laughs> dyed red on a blue bun. Dyed red on a blue bun. <laughs> red pork on a blue bun. Yeah, That'd be now, wild. I, now I'm back in with a with a with a, a triangle slice of cheese. There you go. Ooh. Jason like Todd, the, uh, Robin diced eggs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Hawkman fried chicken. <laughs> Hawkman fried chicken. The the flash breakfast shake. It's like all the calories you need in a day in one little, you know, oh, puree shake. Nice. Even to just to come up with something sensible and healthy. Mm, a high yeah. calorie shake. Yeah, like 1,500 <laughs> calorie shake. You just down it and you're Whoa. good to go for the day. The Holy cheetah smokes. hash browns. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Solomon biscuits and Grundy. <laughs> mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> made on Tuesday, served on Monday. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Wait, Denny's already has clay faces. They're eggs, right? Nah, <laughs> but yeah, we go through the whole list. Of, the whole list of Batman villains. Sadly, sadly, what I'm going through is the DC deck building game. Riddler's mystery sandwich. <laughs> there you go. The Bizarro breakfast, just a can of paint. Mmm, a can of paint. <laughs> me, me hungry. No, Don't I, eat my meal. Yeah. Don't eat my meal. Why won't nobody eat my meal? <laughs> Oh, yeah, so send it to us. Go on the Twitters just like you, like you did before. But yeah. better than that one. But better yeah. than that one. But better those. By all means, use our creative energy to inspire you. <laughs> all right, so hashtag DC Meals. DC Meals. Yes. Hashtag DC Meals. Uh, you know, something you could probably find on the menu at Denny's. Sure. Again, we'll see where we go. All right. Yeah. We got some good ones to start us off there. That's right. Just, we can get deep. We haven't yeah. even touched the DC. <laughs> we have not. No, please do better. Yeah, we have not. We haven't touched at all, folks. There's Paul's a lot right. of there's a lot of DC. There's gold in them there hills. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to cut the news right where that's at. Oh. We'll continue with the Capcom uh, Street Fighter Five story next week. So that leaves one, one, one wonderful thing. Oh no! By popular demand. Oh man! Got a few questions here. Oh boy! We at least get through a few of them. Oh boy! All right. All right. Who's going to get him? Who do you think? <sighs> yeah, it's All his right. job. Go. Not Jeff. it. That's why All he's right. paid the big m- bucks. What do you mean? None of us are getting paid <laughs> for this thing. <laughs> Wait. You some, guys aren't getting paid? Some of us are just made to suffer, I suppose. There All you right. go. All right. I'll be right back. Get the hints. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, it's here. Oh. Comes. You, you, you know he's coming before he gets here. <laughs> Stop it, Andy. He smells fear. I can taste it. I can taste it. (laughs) It it turns him on. Who awakens me from my slumber? Mamra, it's good to see you again. It It is good to be seen. Well, you have fans. I have three in fans, my fans chamber. Would be, <laughs> fans would be a great idea. If you I blow have them, them, them away from on <laughs> full blast all day long. That's when you do your transformation. Right? I need white noise. It does help for the transformation <laughs> as well. I turn them on very high, and they enhance my shredded wrappings flapping in the breeze. One does not achieve that effect by simply running. I stand still. <laughs> I started having Monkey and then Vulture Man blow at me. Oh, that did that. not work. <laughs> yeah, I, I expect telling Monkey and and Vulture Man to blow would just go wrong. <laughs> it went south. <laughs> As did oh, they. Yeah. <laughs> As they are my willing minions. You don't have a catchphrase. Huh? Nah, never mind. All right, so we go to the questions. I'm so old. I'm ever living. So the first one is from Sodpen. Ask your questions. Uh, Did it ever occur to you, being immortal and invincible, that you could choose to stop fighting against the Thundercats and instead fight against the four ancient spirits of evil who command you to fight the Thundercats. Wouldn't you be better off in the long run if you attacked the cause and not the symptom? Hippie. 
I am Mumra, the ever-living. Yes. Yet, of course, these thoughts have come into my head from time to time. But I live on evil. It is all I have known. My father worked at an evil factory. <laughs> he would go and punch the clock, making evil all day long. <laughs> he would come home and beat my mother. <laughs> we were an evil household. Apparently. Yes. Marmot would be chained outside all day. In the heat. Mm-hmm. So I come from a long line of evil. Nowadays, all the evil factories have moved overseas. You're exactly right. Of course, the NAFTA agreements we have are a joke. <laughs> Mexico makes all the good evil now. Bring evil back to America. I mean, Third Earth. <laughs> there you go. So. So you wouldn't consider... I would never. I understand your thinking. But you must realize these are ancient spirits of evil who transform <laughs> this decayed form into Mumra, the ever-living... And it's cheaper than a gym membership. <laughs> Oh, I'm never going to fight them on that. <laughs> you can't get a bod like this for nothing. That's true. And I, I do, though. I, you do. I you... don't. I look like I am the quintessential 98-pound weakling from the Charles Atlas ads. That's it. You're the, you're the, you, are, you are the before and after. But when the, when the ancient spirits come to me, I get much stronger. Yeah. I wouldn't give that up. That's great. I would imagine the membership terms are probably similar, though. They last forever. I'll tell you, the problem is the towel rental is through the roof. Because <laughs> uh. I rip them up every time you they transform, so I'm paying a lot in towels. You go through a lot of towels. So yeah. it's, it, it, I guess, really, it's probably a break-even kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You I get down to think it. the problem would be the communal showers. Why is that a problem? You. What? <laughs> you have never bathed with the ever-living? <laughs> oh, Andy. No. <laughs> Here's your opportunity, babe. You just don't know what you are missing. Yes. Once you go, I am the master of snapping a rat tail. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Monkey knows what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Vulture Man. The <laughs> <laughs> next question is from Jeff Aroth. We know Paul's feelings, but Mamra has never had a chance to express his thoughts. What does Mumra think of Dr. Vlarg's hair? It is beautiful. Oh. Long and luscious. I wish to bed him. <laughs> Might get that bath in. That's uh, Oh, yes. Yeah. He will slowly wash my back, which is in need of attention. <laughs> I never get to it. I'm wearing that cape all the time, or the robe. Now, I now just never get. To Andy my will hold a cape. Andy, <laughs> yeah, he needs his bath with the ever living. Great. Yeah. We well, have why, a system. Why am I being dragged into this? You haven't been through it before. Don't act like you don't want it. 
He's very coy, Mumra. Look at him. He's not even making eye contact. <laughs> now, what, what form do you take for this bath? The ever-living or your, your normal form? The great thing is, when exposed to water, I can flip between phrases. Ah. I can really quickly switch it up. So, sometimes when I'm in you, you get a surprise. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Yeah. There, there you go, Andy. I would not pay to see that. Mumra is a grower, not a shower. <laughs> it's like chunky beef stew. <laughs> and last question we have time for. This is from uh, Anonymous. They didn't give their name. Anonymous, uh, tell me what is I love their name? work with Scientology. Yeah, as you say. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly what I wanted to ask. Was that anonymous? Uh, what do you say to all the sexist pricks who are saying terribly mean-spirited garbage all over social media about the Paul Fee Ghostbusters remake? And what do you think about the new Ecto-1? First of all, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. <laughs> I run with those fools. Yeah, yes. There is no way to rationalize these idiots. Maybe some of you remember... I had a crush on Chitara. I disguised myself as a Thundercat sort of ally and tried to visit her in her room. I have the greatest respect for her. She is incredible. So I think more women project. If if I could just get rid of Lionel, Panthro, and Tigra (laughs) and the kids, Chitara and I could have a great time just hanging out. Man, what, what, what would you do? We would do a shot-for-shot remake of Room with a View. Oh, wow. Yes. Very highbrow. <laughs> she would be my Helena Bottom Carter. <laughs> oh, yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. And I, her Merchant Ivory. Both of them. Because I'm, I'm two dudes. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> That's gross. So you can have a three-way with yourself? I've done it. Oh, God. <laughs> Bath time, Andy. You oh, know how yeah. long I sit in that sarcophagus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> After a couple months ago, I wonder where my tongue cannot go. <laughs> <laughs> and you try, you try things. Yeah, you yeah. try things. <laughs> And there's not a lot of places it can't go. <laughs> Except my back, like I said. Don't ever get to my back. Oh, that cape. That cape, and yes. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to get around in the sarcophagus. Also, no one can lick their back. Now, is it really, like, really cramped in there? Or is it, or is it roomy, you know, like the TARDIS? It's kind of cramped, actually. Okay. It's, just a, it's just a sarcophagus. There's okay. no extra rooms. It's not, well, it's not like I do much other than sleep in there. Mm, true, but just, dude, and, and dude. find ways to lick yourself. Uh, yes, you fill it with hot water. Awesome hot tub, the sarcophagus tub. I have, I have the pit of ultimate evil. If I need the hot, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, come on, man. I'm not, that's where I sleep. I'm not gonna, <laughs> not gonna hot tub where I sleep. No water bed. Wow. No hot tub where you sleep. Gross. Have, have you ever hot tub with James Brown? I have not. Okay. But he will with Andy. Yeah. And Dr. Vlarg, apparently. I'll give yeah. anything a try Well, once. there's your threesome right there. Yeah. Oh, God, no. <laughs> the lady here or not, no. <laughs> well, Mama, thank you for joining us. There will be more questions. Yeah, of course. I will eagerly wait your 
new queries. Until then, mm. fuck you, Vulture Man. <laughs> hey, Jeff, would you please? Just so there's no yep. railing on that stair, so. Oh, yeah, I got it. Help a brother out, Jeff. I got you. You want to come on down here with me again? Come on. Sure, I'll yeah, come down there with you. Come on, let's, wow. let's go down. All right, then, and I'm slamming the door. Right hey, oh, <laughs> come on. Wow. <laughs> Whoops, did I lock the door? Jeff Sorry. punked oh, Mumra. Wow. Damn. Oh, that, that might not bode well in the next round. Mm. I have a VHS of Weekend at Bernie's and, <laughs> <laughs> some, and some macadamia cookies. Come on. I don't have a VHS player, but we can look at the box art. It's a good thing it doesn't offer SG-1. Come he on. might have something. Oh, yeah. Hey. Hey, come on. Mahmoud, what are you doing, boy? What are you doing? Huh? Who's who's daddy's doggy? Who's daddy's doggy? It's you. Oh boy. Yeah, your daddy's doggy. We gotta get a thicker door. Is he? Who's he? Who's he talking to? Andy's right here. (laughs) (laughs) You want a treat? Okay. I need a silkwood shower. Lick daddy's foot. Lick daddy's foot. Is a treat. Yeah. Good, Mama. Oh, it's so good. Lick Daddy's feet. Mm-hmm. Just think you could be saying that to you. Yeah. How did I become Mumra's bitch? <laughs> You're the new guy. Good boy, Mama. Hey, you haven't bathed the Mumra yet. Good boy. Uh, oh, but that, does that mean the rest of you have? It's initiation. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Oh, is, it bath, is it bath time? I need baby? a fifth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get your jammies on. Let's go get your jammies. Oh, my. I'm just amazed we can so still dirty. hear him after we close and lock the door. It's just it's not a thick door. That, that's the issue. We, at least he hasn't gotten into his head yet that it is a thin door and he could break through it in his <coughs> muscle form. In his don't muscle form. say that loudly. Oh, yeah. he doesn't listen to the show. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know what a podcast the is. The acid reflex is a total. Dumb old <laughs> That was beautiful. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what? Wow. Ghost Dad showed up. Oh, what happened? The acid reflex. <laughs> A ghost of shows past appeared. And since you don't listen to headphones, you don't know. Oh, yeah, you listen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Four out of five headphone wearers agreed. That was a funny bit. Is that going to be show up in the recording? Oh, oh yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> it absolutely is. Oh, oh wow, good, wonderful. You mentioned uh, the TARDIS got mentioned there at the con. There was a there was a Doctor Who uh, gathering, and there were a bunch of women in TARDIS dresses. And I wa- went up to one of them and said, "Which is more annoying, when people come up to you and say, hey, sexy, or when they ask if it's bigger on the inside?'" And she goes, "What's worse is when they ask me where the key, where they get the key to that TARDIS." Uh, and somebody else, one of the other girls, leaned over and said, "No, what's worse is when they snap their fingers at you." Oh, because <laughs> yeah, snap the door though. Yeah, um, it's all uh, Barrowman had a joke about uh, having been inside the TARDIS for like one of the people there wearing a dress. I wish I could remember the uh, specific joke, but yeah, Barrowman can say whatever he wants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember what it was. Uh, there was uh, a girl wearing a David Tennant dress, and he goes, "He's like, he's like." The difference is, I've been inside the TARDIS. I have not been inside David Tennant. That's better construction. And it was, yeah. it was, uh, it was, yeah. I, it took me a second to remember there. So, yeah. And what do you got? Write to us. Comments at uglycouchshow.com. Don't forget to Twitter DC Meals at us for next week because we want to know what yes. your brains come up with. And, <laughs> Hashtag And we'll DC probably meals. think of a few things. That'd be better than we came up with. Yeah. <laughs>
I don't know. Crepe, Cru- Crepe Crusader it was, was all good. downhill. Yeah, after I wish yeah. I could Crusader. claim credit for yeah. that, but my it, mouth well, did you, that for you me. Got ha- oh, it was downhill after that. You're right, Andy. <laughs> and until next week, I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact check, Andy. And we'll talk to you next that week. Sexy motherfucker. Yes. Next <laughs> week in Geek. Who, Mumra? <laughs> sexy mother. Yeah. DC who, will not, who will not take a bath with Mumra? How sexy is that? Hmm. Mungo straight. Yeah, but what about fact check? (laughs) (laughs) And and you know that's its own category, really. In the the multitude, in the multitude of sexualities, that is something different. That's beyond orientation. You're you're saying Mumra is not a fixed sex being. I I I plead the fifth. Okay. Saying no sex is fixed with Mumra. <laughs> Nothing's it's fixed. All broken. Yeah, pretty much. It's no longer fixed. Is that a form of necrophilia? Or... But he's the ever living. Yeah. Not dead. He's, he's no. just ever living. Yeah. His own thing. He just smells like he's dead. Okay. Maybe that's it. He looks and smells like he's dead until he takes on his is that a his warrior form is that a real fetish people that like stinky people you must be oh yeah absolutely must be somebody's into that <laughs> oh yeah do you think there are people that like stinky people? I, I would say that's probably the, the lesser weird fetishes out there yeah okay yeah there's some crazy shit out there yeah I guess the world is the world is world, uh, rule 34 now stroke I'm wallet. bringing fusty back <laughs> yeah. bringing fusty back. Yeah. I want them fusty bitches on my sack yeah <laughs> Bring the fussy back. They smell real musty, and I'm liking back. that. Yeah. They smell like grandma's basement. Get, the, get oh. it, Dad. Mm. Yeah. You want them fusty ladies. <laughs> <laughs>